This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We're live. They can hear me. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to That Won't Beast Talk. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Sam. Lionel. And our special guest, Bexer. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We made it. Yes, we made it. Uh, Listen, guys, for all the newcomers that are here and for all the people that are watching us for the first time that have never watched us before, this is our first virtual collab. And most of all, I want to say thank you to Matt for being here today, bro. If you guys don't know who Matt is, he goes by the name of Fixer. Uh, he has over 240K subs on YouTube and over 120K on TikTok. He's getting his Twitter up, though. We talked about it yesterday. He's getting his Twitter up. But... <laughs> The guy happens to be a very good analyzer of One Piece. Uh, we, we were speaking before this, and he said he recently jumped into anime two years ago. And I just want to personally say thank you, man, for wanting to collab with us. Thank you for reaching out to us. And most of all, just, you know, I, I feel like I told people a little bit of what you are, but please go ahead and, you know, do your thing, bro. Of course, man. I, I was honestly, I, I reached out to you guys. You guys did this on short notice. I love you guys for that. That's appreciative i've been watching you guys for a little bit but yeah i've recently got into one piece like not even like a year and a half ago i've watched the entire i binged it, <laughs> it was like, it's so good and so yeah i started making shorts content on it a couple long form videos i do some analysis i do some fun challenges and then recently i've been getting into the i've done a couple tier lists mm -hmm. i've done some power scaling so mm -hmm. you know we can argue on that. Yeah, I heard you're pretty <laughs> bad at it. He's, he's a huge Mihawk stand. Uh, as somebody who follows oh. your, your, your channel, your, I'm your pretty account. objective. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a huge I'm Mihawk fan. And I got to say, it, it's Monday, bro. Are we doing an Among Us Monday today? What's up? Man, you're not loyal enough. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was working, man. I was working. I was working. Awful. But yes, man, thank you so much for being here, Fexer. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah course man yeah Appreciate so um for everybody that's joining us again if you haven't liked the video please like the video if you're not following matt please follow him uh if you click his name within our uh video description not the video description but the video title you'll be able to actually like you know go directly to his youtube and subscribe to him also he has tiktok so i would suggest going to his tiktok too and following him there uh because he posts a lot believe it or not so um for everybody that doesn't know, we also have a Discord. Please join the Discord. And you don't need to super chat, but if you would like to, you're more than welcome to. But just liking the video is way more than you actually know. So thank you so much for being here. To all the Spotify and Apple Podcast listeners and everybody else listening to us through a cup with a string attached. <laughs> uh, I just want to say thank you to you because I know there's a lot of you guys that are like undercover, just listening to us uh and and also just you know working and doing whatever you got to do to you know be productive in your lives so i, I want to say thank you for taking the time out but listen we have a lot of super chats gonna come through uh we are gonna read them organically 
Um, today is a big chapter. There's a lot of dialogue that, you know, me, Matt, Lawrence, Lionel, and Sebastian are going to be running through. So please bear with us if we're not able to read the super chat immediately. I know that you guys watch other YouTubers. I know that they also do sort of the same thing or they don't get to the super chats overall. We're going to get to everyone this episode, but we're going to try to swing through this chapter and get our thoughts out first, especially since Lionel's going to be here. There's going to be five people giving opinions, right? It's not just Mr. Morge or anybody. Like, it's like all five of us. So you're going to want to hear from all of us, right? Just give us time. And uh, that's all I'm going to ask. So before we get into the chapter, mm-hmm. let's read five super chats. And then we're going to start the chapter with our boy, Matt. All right. Uh, we did get a Chichibukai status of subscription from the Predator Rule 75. So thank you. Thank uh, you. Congratulations on becoming a warlord. Yes. We did get a $5 super chat from Anthony Herrera. It says, what's good, gang gang? Stuck at Udon with Jack. He decided he want everyone to hit OT with no pay. Larry, I can't with your garp take. Hashtag Larry L takes. <laughs> hey, man. I haven't put out a garp take. I mean... Probably from way back. Yeah. We got another 20 gifted memberships from our guy Celestial Donkey (laughs) and a 15-month membership to Yonko status. Uh, Simply put, hashtag Buggy Gang. Thank you so much. W's in the chat for CD for those of you who are being granted with these memberships. Uh, Another $2 from Alan Wells. It says, would y'all like it if Mihawk had ties to the CDs? We'll we'll, we'll pass up the Fexer. (sighs) <laughs> That's your boy, man. CDs. The Celestial Dragons. Oh, no. I, I honestly, I've got a feeling he's got some royalty blood. Him and Shanks dueling, that's not a normal thing. Let's be honest. Mm. And we know Shanks is dead. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just needs ties to, like, swordsmanship first. And then we could talk about Celestial Dragons. That's fair. I, I don't think I would care for Mihawk having any sort of stake in the Celestial game, personally. He just, he just has that. to swing his sword a little bit more I don't, for me to, like, <laughs> consider him anything. <laughs> I don't want too many people being, like, ties to the, the CDs. Because we already have, um, me, um, not me, Doflamingo, you know, and then now supposedly Shanks. And we keep adding to it. I don't want to keep that. Lyle's a heavy believer that uh, Mihawk is Rayleigh's son. So I am, too. So we'll see. Yeah. We got another two-month membership to Nakama status from Kai. It says, Key, it says, Banger incoming. Thank you so much, Key. Uh, we got another 28 from the Irishman. It says, The goats are back. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Irish. And we got another $50 super chat from Celestial Donkey. It says, Hashtag Buggy Gang and Hashtag Lawrence. The goat. Thank you so hey, much, CD. Thank you, you in the CD. chat. Appreciate it, bro. Question, Fax, are you are you buggy gang, bro? Buggy gang? Yeah. Man, maybe early on, but like I kind of grown annoying of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were eye to eye on that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> eye to eye on that. All right. I think that reaches five. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's get on with the the chapter, man. Um, what else was I gonna say? I was gonna say, oh, for everybody that knows about us doing phone calls. We're going to do phone calls. You'll also be able to call up and ask Matt anything you want. Uh, that's not going to be happening until towards the end of the show. We're like the last hour or so. So we're going to be a three-hour podcast today. So we're probably going to hit phone calls like around like 7 p.m. Uh, depending on how much we get through the chapter and finish and the super chats, okay? 
I know a lot of people come for the show for the phone calls. Like, you guys want to just throw off crazy theories and stuff like that. So uh, just to give you a heads up, that's what that's when we're going to do the phone call stuff. And we put the phone, uh, Marv puts the phone number in the live chat on YouTube. All right. Yeah. Like the stream, y'all. Yeah, like the stream. All right, guys. So let's go into the chapter. We have a brand new chapter, chapter 1096, and it's titled Kumachi. Kumachi is wordplay from Oda. The first part, Kuma, is obviously a reference to Kuma himself. The chi part is attached to the word Komachi, which means small town. So Oda replaced Komachi with Kumachi, which means a small bear, or like Teddy. Uh, I researched this, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, but I'm not Stephen Paul, so take it with a grain of salt. We have a reader request, and it says Zolo Lemonanting losing a game of musical chairs to chihuahuas in the woods. Do you guys have any thoughts on this part of the chapter? And we'll start with our special guest, Matt. Go off, bro. Do you have anything you want to say about the, the reader request? Well, I will say it's definitely goofy because Zoro getting annoyed at a bunch of, what are these, chihuahuas? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Just, I, honestly, I, I, when it's ever a fan request, I kind of like just glaze over it. Not glaze, like Mihawk. Yeah, that was glaze crazy. over it. Nah, just... pause, bro. That was <laughs> no, but like usually whenever it's fan request thing, I'm just like, all right, whatever. It's just goofy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yo, same, bro. All right, Sam. <laughs> I didn't even see it, bro. I like, I went right past it. I didn't yeah. even read what it said. I saw the name and I was like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Skip. So I got nothing. All right. Law? Uh, same. I just think it, uh, it was just a play on. To like maybe uh Zoro's like sense of direction. Uh -huh. you know, that's the only thing I could think of. Uh, I thought it was dope we had the the trial like being a DJ while he's doing uh like you see with the headphones <laughs> just like this, tongue out. But to me it's just super random. I, I always think of like the guest request. Mm -hmm. Why did you guys think of this? Why do you want to see this? It's like the most random thing. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'll draw it. Why did you wanna see this? But nothing much really. Yeah. I think the question is, why does Oda take certain reader requests, right? Mm -hmm. And he's always going to do it for a certain reason. And I think I figured it out, bro. It's because so, it's funny, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. He, he always trying to bring some added element of, like, relevance. It's because it's funny. Listen, bro. I got you, bro. Right. So, one, I just want to point out that the dog is busting it open for Zoro. Oh, didn't know if he was going to learn doggy style oh, from that uh, just because you know he learned you know it's the santurio style oh it's the God. three sword style he knows doggy style now no. um <laughs> i thought maybe zoro was distraught because obviously the chihuahuas are playing rap music which is tied to <laughs> black culture and we know how racist zoro is I right so mean. then i started to think if that's what's happening then what are the what's the chihuahua dj playing right so I started to be like, oh, well, Drake recently came out with the album for oh, all the dogs. dogs. Oh, uh, maybe Who Let the Dogs Out, Bow Wow, The Dog in Me, For My Dogs <laughs> by DMX, Beautiful by Snoop Dogg mm. and Pharrell, because I personally like that song. Mm. Um, I don't know, bro, but I am happy that Stephen Paul actually said Zorro's name with the Zolo, yeah. because a lot of people like to go crazy over pronunciation of Zorro's name sometimes when, like, Lawrence or Lionel say it. Mm -hmm. But the guy, the official translator of Shonen Jump, wrote Zolo, and also they put it in the volume covers as Zolo. So, y'all need a doggy treat. <laughs> y'all need a doggy treat. I'm sorry. All right. But <laughs> anyway, before we go to the next topic, uh, let's get a super chat. What the dog doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> let's get it. Let's get like uh, three more super chats. Sure. Yeah. All right. We got another uh, five dollars from the Great Ham. It says that One Piece talk. You can tell Fexer I had to tune in. The Great uh, Ham. The Great hey. Ham. <laughs> I've seen you in my live streams many times. That's good. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Great Ham. Yeah. We got another five from Anime's, Ju- Anime's Judgment Day. It says, Larry, I hope you keep the energy you had on Friday. Hashtag where he takes. Hashtag Bogart and Garp. Hashtag are frauds. Hashtag Law D. Dilf. Hashtag Sims for Seb. Hashtag Lionel isn't real. That's not how you spell Lionel. Yeah, that's <laughs> a crazy way of spelling Lionel. It's, it's Lionel. Uh, but thank you, Anime Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. We got another nine-month membership to Nakama status from our guy, Nick Quavo, the mod. Simply put, Garling, he is uh, an Admiral Glazer and Garling Glazer. I don't know, yeah, I don't know about Holy Knights in general. Yeah. I know he glazes Garling. Yeah. <laughs> we got another 11-month membership to Yonko status, which is our highest tier of membership. Thank you so much, Ryunosuke. Thank you, Ryunosuke. It says, let's go, W Guest, W Larry, W Seb, W Law, W Lionel, for being late. No, it says L Lionel. Oh, L Lionel. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lionel. You caught it straight. It says, and last of all, WStream, let's get it. Hype chapter. Yeah, man, it was a hype chapter. Mm-hmm. It was. Can't wait to get into it. And then let's do one more, and then we'll go into the chapter again. And then finally, we got a $20 super chat from Mahmoud Farhoud. It says, I agree with Larry's take on Dragon that we shouldn't consider him that strong until Oda shows his power. We can't assume he's on that level of a high pedestal. On that high of a pedestal. At least with Shanks, we've seen aspects of his power pre skip. People are not going to like that, but I, I'm not saying exactly what he's saying. I'm just saying, like, overall, we can't. We don't have anything to go off of just yet. My only issue with Dragon Hype is people be putting him top one. Yeah, yeah. You can't put somebody don't, top yeah. one. Don't be like your Dragon top one. Yeah. Are, you, are you a Dragon top oneer, bro? Can you show his face real quick, He's Mark? number one, bro. Oh, my <laughs> God. This is, like, this is obvious. Oh. I don't even have to think about it. Who else is top one? I think you should think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his dad, bro. His dad is pushing like 80 and he's doing Galaxy Impacts. Are we serious? Look at him. He's in his prime. Yeah. He's got it. Listen, a lot of dads be disappointed by their sons, man. It happens. <laughs> it happens, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's go into the chapter now. Uh, if you guys haven't liked the video, please like the video. All right. This is going to be... Uh, a, a little bit of a talker from me, okay? So just give me a second. This chapter opens up with the Celestial Dragons announcing to all contestants what specific groups of people they'll be hunting are worth. There's 13 super rare rabbits and 150 rare rabbits. Also, one hit eliminations give a bonus. Garling tells his competitors to watch this. Another says the trophy belongs to the Man Mayor family, and two more challenge Garling too. People are running away with their children in their arms, asking, how could humans treat other humans this way? Some Celestial Dragons start shooting before the start of the competition. They scream out the hunt will begin in an hour. We head to the Navy headquarters and see Fleet Admiral Kong. He's telling Garp to head over to God Valley. Garp asks why, and Kong says he can't say. Garp tells Kong they shouldn't have messed with Full of Lead, aka Beehive, aka Pirate Island. Um, Garp further explains that they shouldn't have taken out that tre- uh, treasure from Pirate Island. Of course, they'd come back to get it. Kong asks who leaked that information. Garp then says 
why they need him when they need when they got plenty of security and Kong replies, Roger is involved. So Garp gets up immediately and heads to God Valley. What did you guys think of the beginning of this chapter? And we'll start with Seb. All right, so one, the point system is just, it's wild, right? Like, you, you're putting points on, on people, calling them rabbits to do this, like, hunting-style game. It's just kind of wild. Um, people were pointing out in, in some of the chats that I've been in that some of the people here are the people from Big Mom's uh, flashback, some of the kids. I don't agree with that. I feel like we keep seeing people who look like those people throughout yeah. the series, and they're not necessarily confirmed to be the same kids. Because I'm still under the belief that she just ate them. But that's mm-hmm. that's me. I, I always preferred that. It's darker. It's, you know, whatever. Um, it just, I love seeing Garp and Kong's interaction. <laughs> because Garp's really like, I'm on PTO, bro. Like, I don't care. I ain't worried about that. Right? And then, like, Roger's brought up. And he changes his whole, like, perception, his whole tone. It shows that there's, there's definitely history there. People are using this to say that Garp, believed that or, or doesn't care about the hunt that they were doing i think he was referring to the 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 beehive thing like they went to beehive and stole something yeah which is what triggered rocks to come here i don't think garp was under the knowledge that they were doing this hunt or at least i didn't see that personally mm-hmm. so I, people were using it to say garp is evil and i'm like i, I don't think we're going that far i don't think Oda wants to paint garp in that light at least not yet mm-hmm. right I, I mean, he, he had a lot of time to do it if he was going to do it. Yeah. He hasn't drawn him in that light to this point. Um, I thought it was funny about who leaked the information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we get that a little bit later in the yeah, chapter. Yeah, we do. We get it. But I was I was curious as hell. Like, when I read it, I was like, I wonder. And for once, I was not spoiled on this chapter at all. So I was hyped about that. Like, mm-hmm. I was in the chapter, like, completely immersed. Like, yo, this is wild. But seeing the, the Celestials hunting them like this, and I can't remember where you stopped exactly. I stopped... Like, right after Garp. Right after Garp, okay. Yeah. But seeing them getting hunted, like, it's just like, they got kids there. It's it's just, you see how evil the world government really is. And it's wild, because, like, we have high expectations for, like, people like Kong, and, like, he's just okay with this. Mm. Telling Garp to go, and then trying to feed Garp only little bits of the information so that he doesn't know what they're really there for. Yeah. Like, you see him playing that, that role of, like, leader, but, or... or you know, company man, mm. more, more accurately. Um, but I like seeing Garb on PTO, bro. I wonder how you got to, like, how many weeks in advance you got to put that in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is it like, a, yo, I'm, I'm Vice Admiral, bro. Like, I'm, I'm on PTO. Or is it like, yo, you got to submit that, like, a year in advance? Mm. I don't know. I thought it was funny, though. All right. Um, how about you, Matt? What do you think about this uh, beginning? Well, if we needed any more reasons to hate Celestial Dragons, right? Just <laughs> right. Keep, Oda just keeps on bringing them on. And, uh, I, yeah, I thought the whole him on the beach, just chilling, lounge, uh, laying around. And then all of a sudden he hears Gar, uh, not Gar, Roger. He jumps out. He's ready to go. I thought that was hilarious because it shows their rivalry. But I was saying, because I'm pretty sure you said something about how the masked people are like the mask guy, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. that like the person who was by Big Mom? Or you said like, that's what people are saying. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. I've always thought that they just she just ate them, right? So like, people are saying like they look like those kids that were next to Big Mom, and I think it yeah. could just be Oda reusing the style, but it could very well just be them grown up into being this. But how would they be, celest? Like, there's the Celestials, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marv, Lionel. Um, 
But yeah, I've always assumed that they just had gotten eaten. I'd still prefer that they had gotten eaten than it be them still being alive. Mm. That's me. Yeah. I also found it crazy how ruthless Shanks' dad is, and then you see how pure-hearted Shanks is. Or I guess we don't really know if he's pure-hearted, but <laughs> we know he's at least a nice guy. He stands yeah. up for... Yeah, he's talking friends. right now. Hold on, give us one second, guys. Lino just came through. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to fix the camera. Yeah, you're yeah, sooner than I thought you would, bro. Honestly. Yeah, a lot sooner. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> you know what we got to do? We got to do like a family matters. <laughs> In this <laughs> And then Lino's like... <laughs> and there's like a yellow name at the bottom. <laughs> Maybe that should be like our new trailer. A family matters. Can we get away yeah. with that? Yeah, we probably like wouldn't use flag, the. We wouldn't use the beat. Song. Yeah, we just use a different song. Matt, too young to know about Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. What <laughs> 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 oh man, that's crazy. Uh, all right, my bad. You could go again, Matt, if you want to finish up what you were saying. Oh yeah, I was just pointing out how like, like look at Shanks' dad, bro. Like, <laughs> watch this children. Like, what is he talking about? Uh huh. We know that there's got to be a little bit of that in Shanks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he definitely does look a lot like him. All right. Uh, you good? You need anything? No, nope, that was it. All right. Law, how about you? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to touch up on um, a little bit more on this, um, them running away and the hunting a little later because that's where um, more information is revealed. Which is crazy how, I just want to talk about this a little bit, that they're all still handcuffed. Yeah. You know? So obviously because they don't want a fight back, mm -hmm. but they just want kind of like a thrill of a chase, but easy pickings for them. You know, because mm -hmm. they just like um, which goes into later. But it's crazy that they're all still handcuffed, and then they're expected to run away and try to survive. You know, but not really throughout this with like with them being hunted like this. Right, but also to me it goes into going now touching about the Garp thing. It's good to see Admiral Kong because again, me and I was talking about like we believe Fleet Admiral, Admiral Kong. Fleet Admiral Kong. Hey, is he Fleet Admiral right now? He would yeah, have to be. Yeah, he yeah. would have to be. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility he's not, but nah, he, he's who's Fleet Admiral before him? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And also, he's in the same background that Sengoku was in. Yeah. He's Fleet Admiral, bro. He Fleet it Admiral, didn't bro. say Fleet Admiral. He, I think he probably is. No, it doesn't does say it. Does it need to be said yeah. that he's Fleet Admiral? Dude, remember when um, he tried promoting Garp to Vice Admiral? I mean, that, that's 20-something years from this moment. Yeah, he's probably still Fleet Admiral for yeah. that long. Yeah. Kong that dude, man. Yeah. In the Marines. Well, I mean, not a how good long person. Was, how long was Sengoku Fleet Admiral? Hold on, hold on. Is it more believable that Marco has hockey or was it Kong <laughs> um, being right. Fleet Admiral? Oh, like, listen, I'm just saying there's no confirmation that he's Fleet Admiral. Okay, bro. There isn't. No, because he's legit trying to employ. Who has the authority to employ guard? A vice admiral? An admiral. Yeah. When have you seen that? All the time. What are you talking about? When did they send? When did an admiral send a vice admiral somewhere? I mean, I guess you're saying also, before the war, it's like literally the, the entire Buster call was Al Kiji saying, "Yo, all these vice admirals go do this." Yeah. What do you mean? But do you think Garp's gonna listen to them? He doesn't normally. He wasn't listening in the first place. So he who, only listened because Roger came. So who yeah. used the? Where does the golden Mushi go to first? One, one. Does it go to a fleet admiral? On. Does it go to one, Al Kiji? One. Admirals can tell vice admirals where to go. What yeah. to do. No. Straight up, they just can't. 
Yeah. I mean, no, that, I wouldn't <laughs> fight against it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Two, I'm just saying it doesn't say that he's a fleet admiral right now. Okay, so bad. But we know he was fleet admiral when we shot from Mogar. We know he was fleet admiral before Sengoku. That's Is it really that important? No. Y'all the ones who fucked back on me. You're making a bad impression on Matt right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, right? And then to me it goes into like, it's crazy how so many people in the Marines are just okay with with um, because you think about it, they're supposed to be the police. They're supposed to protect the citizens and civilians or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But they're just okay with this mass murder. Like you know this. How many Marines are just okay with it? It's just crazy to me. And then to me, this kind of shows against uh, Garp's normal stance because how he views the Sushra Dragons himself, right? When um, Sabo's stepbrother, right, was saying Steli, yeah, Steli was all to Garp uh, when um, during right before the reverie. And he was like, Garp is escorting the, um, the Frishman people, right? And he says, oh, you're from my hometown, and I'm the king of that town. That means you got to show me proper respect. And he's saying all this stuff like that. Garp obviously doesn't remember who he was, but he starts saying how he's going to be a celestial dragon. And then Garp says to him, oh, you want to be scum like them, you know? Outspokenly says that. And then, you know, obviously everyone gets shocked because he's speaking bad about Sucer Dragon. And then also, too, not going out to, like, why Garp doesn't want to be an admiral in the first place. Mm. It's because of this. He doesn't want to protect them. You know, so that also shows that um, Garp's attitude towards them, and that's why uh, I believe that Fleet Arm, um, that Kong is not trying to give him some information because Garp's not going to go. It involves protecting them. Mm-hmm. But also he wants to keep it, you know, some things on the wrap because it involves the Celestial Dragons. But I think Garp is just funny with Garp is that as soon as Roger's involved, that's where he, that's where he he sets out to. And we saw that too again on the same part where we saw um, Kong being Fleet Admiral, is that Sengoku was going to go after Gold Roger. Then Garp says, "Oh yeah, I'm coming." Then Sengoku's like, "No, stay out, stay out of my way." Like pretty much, I'm going after. And Garp's like, hey, "I'll let you take the credit, but I'm going after Roger." So it shows like how many times they clashed. We said that Garp cornered uh, Roger many times and everything. But to me, it's also crazy is that because the whole story and thing with God Valley, right, is that Garp is known as the hero. They call it Garp. Why didn't they call anybody else? Like, you have, who's the other Amros at this time, you know? Why wasn't Sengoku there? Or or maybe Z, if he's still in, you know, in service. Or other, but, like, it's only, you only send out Garp, you know? Like, uh, out of all the capable people you could have, it's just Garp alone. I mean, it could be because Garling is like that. Maybe, but I don't know. But yeah, so then um, that's all I really have there until further. Okay. Lino, we read up to where Garp was going to go. Do you have any comments about okay. the beginning of the chapter? Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking a couple of things. I did question that, for instance, out of all the people, you asked Garp. And I'm thinking, of why not Sengoku? My thing is, was... um. Pretty much, I don't think Garp actually knows what's really going on. Like, he just said that the field trip. And I think we don't even know how many other Marines actually know, because a lot of Marines are just also on the shoreline protecting the pir- um, protecting them from pirates. Mm-hmm. I don't fully know the, know the whole details of what's actually going on on that island. Like, because um, I don't, because uh, even Garp, I mean, even Kong says to Garp, I can't tell you. But mm-hmm. I just want you to go because certain reasons, and he tells, because Roger. And I also found it interesting that Garp seems more to care about Roger than Rox, for some reason. Like, Rox, oh, don't, I already told you guys, don't really mess with the, the um, Philly and them. But when he hears Roger, oh, I'm going. And just like, 
What why what makes rocks different than rocks? They're probably around the same age, and rocks is probably much like a little bit older. He's probably from like Kong's generation. Mm-hmm. I think the could same. be. I think the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was. Uh, I that's. But I think maybe because I don't even know. There's a possibility that, like you know, we know that Roger and Garp have same type of history or whatever. I, we don't know the history between rocks and on Garp. Like I don't know if like, for instance, if Garp even met rocks before and fought him. Yeah. I don't know. But we know for a fact that Roger and Garp fought each other. They have some type of, like, history or whatever. They never described the history between Garp and Rocks. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if that's something that is there. Like, for instance, like, um, Smoker is going after Luffy, even though he knows, like, Ace, he met Ace. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really care that much about Ace. He wanted to go after Luffy. It's like, but Ace is a bigger fish. Ace has a higher bounty, but why you're targeting Luffy? Because it mostly goes into Smoker. Luffy is the one that Smoker couldn't catch. In the beginning, and that's what he targeted on. So I find it, it could be a specific reason why Garp's going after Rogers and Rocks, but I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of um, interesting. Or Smoker's just a bum, so he couldn't <laughs> catch Ace, yeah. right? Like, walking out, bro. He's <laughs> <laughs> just walking out. Yeah, I'm not comparing, obviously, I'm not comparing Garp and, uh, and Roger, but I just find it interesting that Garp is focusing on Roger more. Yeah. But no, but this scene isn't crazy, though. Like, this, uh, I, I know you guys probably touched about it a lot already, but the people, the mass, you know, the mass murdering thing with the Sussex Dragon, just like, mm-hmm. just like, that's why I think that's why he wanted to keep it away from um, Garp as well, because I think Garp would have probably would have did something or would have, like, because he already doesn't like him already. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like, I can't tell you if you saw this already. But the thing is, you're sending him there anyway. That's what I'm thinking. You know how Garp feels about Sussex Dragons, and he already hates them and has a stand for them. Why are you asking him to go? And not saying, but the thing is, Sengoku is willing to go after Roger the same as Garp. No, he's not. What are you talking about? It's not the same. I get you, but we've seen at Ed War when pretty much Sengoku was signed to go and Garp is saying, I'll, I'll go anyway, like Lawrence was saying. Sengoku was going after Roger regardless. Something I, like Roger also acknowledged both Sengoku and Garp. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying sending Sengoku would be a bad idea or anything like that. I'm saying if you have Roger there, the most motivated Marine to stop him will always be Garp. And Khan knows that, so he called him. Yeah, even though he's on PTO, you don't got to pay him. Only don't thing, even got to pay him. The only reason <laughs> I give is Sengoku has to be handling something else that he can't be involved right now. Because so Garp was really doing nothing. Yeah. He was just chilling out and doing something. Garp must be, Sengoku must be on a mission or doing something that's prioritized that he physically can't go at the moment. That's the only logical explanation for that for me. No. All right. I'll finish? Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, I think this 13 super rare rabbits, because they're calling the native citizens of God Valley rabbits. So mm-hmm. there's about 100,000 citizens, and they consider them all rabbits. Uh, they specifically call out 13 super rare rabbits. And to me, I'm like, okay, why would they... Just name 13 people out of 100,000. Why would they be super rare? And I start to think maybe they're like of a special race. Uh, maybe it's a couple Birkins we haven't seen or like a Skypean or maybe even like some Onis uh, we haven't seen because we've only seen Yamato and Kaido as Onis. So maybe, you know, we have a Buccaneer, right? So maybe mm. the Buccaneer that Kuma is, there's probably more than one Buccaneer. Mm. Uh, who knows? So I would see why they would get extra points for that because they're just special races. Then we have 150 rare rabbits. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, what would be different from the super rare rabbits? And I'm like, uh, maybe these are slaves or considered criminals who have been force-fed devil fruits. 
that make the game a little bit harder. Well, yeah, because this, 150 is a lot. Well, there's a lot of devil fruits. Yeah, I, I would have leaned into the 13 being the the devil fruit either. Yeah, they're probably not as special. Is a lot. Yeah, but oh. that's what I'm saying. Well, the thing is, right? Like, they know what devil fruits are very special mm-hmm. and which ones are just throwaways. Yeah. That's why they have six treasure chests with special devil fruits, such as the Azor dragon and the pawpaw fruit, right? Like, I'm going a little bit ahead, so my fault. But what I'm saying is, like, most likely they're giving them, like, trash devil fruits. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, go hunt these guys because it makes for harder competition. But they'll never give them, like, a Logia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I wouldn't be shocked if the Gorosei had kids or grandkids that are participating in the tournament. Um, just based on Garling and his competitors, I would think that maybe the Man Mayor family mm-hmm. is a descendant or a cousin of probably one of the Gorosei. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Um, and then seeing Kong as Fleet Admiral uh, and seeing how awful the job is overall makes sense to why Sengoku quit. <laughs> um, and then I think this will be my biggest ta- talking point, but... Garp's reason for coming to God Valley is officially confirmed. Uh, we always mm-hmm. wondered how he would come or why he would come and how did he get there. And it just shows that he really admired Roger to a degree. Uh, he saw him more than just a competitor, but he probably saw him as like a lifelong rival, uh, which is really nice to see that he has somewhat of a care for Roger. Because when we saw Roger and Whitebeard, they would fight for three days. But then they start drinking immediately after. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the same type of moments happened with Roger and Garp. Because then we saw why Roger would entrust his future child to Garp. You know? To look after Rouge. And mm. you know what I'm saying? That just makes sense to me. Um, so I'm going to say one thing. And I know everybody's going to be upset with me. And forgive me if you are. I don't care. I don't think Garp is a fraud. I think Garp is a coward. Mm. Um, I don't think he should have conquerors hockey Mm. at all. Regardless of why he went to God Valley, he still went. He still saw what the Celestial Dragons were doing. And he chose to come back to the Marines and train people to become what he is. Um, He saw people slaughtered for fun. He saw Rouge in a pitch black basement for 22 months. Hiding Ace, they, he knew that they annihilated a whole generation of unborn babies looking for Ace. And then he let Ace uh, pass away after Roger entrusted him to Garp. Um, and then it hit a little bit hard, too, when we see Garp sitting over the fire talking to Ace while Luffy's asleep from his belly being full as kids. And he tells Ace... In a very intimate moment, I want you both to become strong Marines. And it it didn't speak so loudly to me then, but then it spoke very loudly to me with Dadan. The fact that he made her raise these kids, and then he was on the battlefield that they were on and watched them, watched Ace pass away, watched Luffy experience the hurt that he did, that that he felt. And to me, bro. I'm going to be honest, the type of person that I am morally, I would never do the things that Garp would do. I just wouldn't. If I was to see something like that happening and I knew that it happened in my name, the title that I have is the Hero of the Marines. 
and I know it's fake. And I choose not to say anything to anybody about it because I'm embarrassed. I don't want to become Fleet Admiral because I know the things that happened. But I choose to still support the Marines and the world government to an extent. It just shows that Oda's trying to tell us either you're going to understand Garp and the way he is and you're going to feel bad for him. Or you're going to hate Garp because of the way he is and you're going to feel like he's, he, he doesn't vibe with you. And I think I'm on the spectrum of I don't like Garp, bro. Like, I don't like Garp as a person. I hate the way he lived his life. And it's crazy because he seems like the only Conqueror's hockey user that I know of that has never conquered anything. He'd rather just sit back, let the world go on, and he's never been able to keep his family together. Because, like Dadan said, he cared more about his job than his actual family. But he doesn't even like his job. And for me personally, man, like, I just can't vibe with that, bro. Like, I can't sit back and be like, yo, I'm a Garp supporter now. I used to love Garp, but now I look at Garp differently, bro. I can't sit here and be like, yo, like, if I was Garp, even if I'm considered a traitor to the world government on camera, I'm still becoming a traitor because I know that what Ace was doing, what Luffy was doing was not worse than what the world government was doing. Pirates aren't out here hunting people on unaffiliated islands like that. That's not true. But we don't know that. But the world government, the, the people that are you're you're basically saying is supposed to police the world and protect the world and govern the world and do all these things. We have heavenly tributes that put co countries in poverty. Mm -hmm. He knows about that. Mm -hmm. He knows that they're hunting people on islands now and taking over islands and killing citizens. Why are you still marine, bro? I'm sorry, bro. I, I would I'm I just I don't respect Garp. That's Crazy. I really I, don't like that. Guy. I actually super appreciate everything you just said. Like, yeah. I don't, bro. This is how I feel about Batman. Yo, Faxer. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt, if I took so long speaking, bro. But <laughs> oh no, no, no. That you made a really good point, honestly. But I think I think you're underestimating Garp. I think Garp is the one who started Swords because of what he saw, and I think he's trying to take down the Marines from the inside. Dragon's trying to take them on opposingly. And then Luffy is going to be the one, from, like the external factor that comes in and is the big difference maker in the final war. So I do think Garp will play a big role. I, I feel like that's, that's being hopelessly optimistic because I, can, I, I think I could push back and be like, this is the reason why Dragon did become a revolutionary is because he wanted to become the opposite of what his dad was. He saw that his dad necessarily wouldn't do what needed to be done because he didn't have the willpower to do so. And then it's also like what Garp said recently to Aokiji. He said, you wavering shows weakness for the way you just left the Marines and, and the way you won't, like you won't stand on business. And it's like, no, like Aokiji actually did what Garp couldn't. He left the Marines because, because he saw what happened at Ohara. He saw what happened with Akainu killing other Marines behind the scenes. He was like, yo, I don't want any part of this. But Garp kind of like disrespected him. He was like, yo, you're weak for like wavering. And it's like, bro, come on, bro. You've never done anything in your life to say that you were strong. The only thing you were doing was fighting Roger. That's soft to me, bro, regardless. Like, I'm not doubting his strength. Like, Garp is the truth. But when it comes to like... His actual will, like, yo, he's he's kind of sad. He is found wanting, in my opinion, for what he's been, the impact he's made, like, on the world. Like, yes, you're the hero of the Marines, it's a fake title.
he hasn't actively proact. To Larry's point, he hasn't proactively done much other than try to fight pirates. Yeah. When there's more, he could be doing at that strength level, at that position. If he if he decided to change things, now the what Faxer said, maybe it's a little bit of head cannon, obviously. Yeah. But <laughs> listen, and, and Larry's right. He, that's that is you trying to like make sense of what the inaction has been versus anything I've seen on panel from Garp, but. I think the guard thing is it's, it's it's interesting to me. I don't have the the strong feelings Larry does, but I understand why he has them. Yeah, I do too. So he, he couldn't raise his grandchild. He couldn't raise his own kid. He couldn't change the Marines. He couldn't do anything. Garp is the biggest failure of the generation. Mm. So yeah, so that's why you say about Garp. I can understand what you're saying, and I kind of somewhat agree because. Because we see what kind of what Garp is about with like uh, protecting people, right? And kind of what he stands for. But then it goes to the question then, if you stand for this and you're willing to do this and kind of like oppose him from the inside, why not just leave? And even what you said with Don, because I was thinking the same thing, what Don Don said. You care about your job more than your family, right? Yet Garp, you're the one that was trying to promote your family to become the Marines. But then again, if you think about that, you're kind of trying to encourage them to support what? Because the Marines are allied with the world government. Even the Marines, some Marines may be a good, but the world government, all of them are bad. We can't. We haven't seen one world government person that's that's good. You know, that's okay. That's fights for the people. So it goes into this one. I wonder if Old is going to flush out Gart more. He kind of has to at this point, but I'm not sure if he's going to. We got to see the depth, the deepness behind Garp, why he's taking this stand that he is. Why is he so heavily pushing for his family to become Marines? Why is he still here? Because now, what you said, if it remains what it is, if we don't get backstories from Garp or the deeper meaning about why Garp does the way he does, he is what you just said. He's just a coward. We got we to gotta see the depth behind why he's making these choices. And then hopefully Oda shows that. If not, then you're kind of leaving Garp as this person who doesn't really make any sense. You know, he's kind of like you said, hypocrite, coward, and that could, could be portrayed in Garp if you don't get a backstory to the reasons what he went through and why he's making these decisions and why not really supporting the Social Dragons, but you're kind of siding with them. You know, you work for them. So, and the thing is too, he's he's kind of put all his his troubles onto other people. Like he can't change the Marines, so what happens? His his son is forced to do so. He can't look after Ace after the person he admired told him to do so. And he had to Don look after them. And then he leaves everybody he comes across with with hopelessness and destruction and sadness, all because of the things that he couldn't want to do or he couldn't put into play. Like, granted, like Matt said, he created, he, he might have created S.W.O.R.D. This is the reason why he did so after God Valley. But even so, what's the end goal with S.W.O.R.D.? Because at the end of the day, they didn't, they're didn't. they not truly doing something. Mm-hmm. Where were they during Marine Ford when Ace was locked? Like, like what, what are you planning to do to do something about your status? You're the most respected Marine of all time, and you couldn't do a damn thing. So you have to rely on pirates. So becoming Marine really is supporting genocide, supporting racism, supporting slavery, supporting all the things that you literally, you know, disparage pirates for it. I don't get it. Yeah. So when I saw Garp and I saw him, like, get really happy to go see Roger, I'm like, yo, man, like, I I was a big fan of Garp, bro. 
I really was, but my fan in me for Garp now is just over. Like, I'm not a fan of Garp anymore. I literally hate him for letting Ace die the way he did. And a lot of people like to use the, oh, if Ace axed Garp, he would have he saved him. What? Does Ace really need to ask Garp to save him? Or does Garp, as a parental figure, need to do so himself because that's technically his guardian? Like, that's his son. That's his mm. grandson. I'm sorry, bro. I, I'm done. I'm done. My bad I went so deep. But it was really like, like sometimes yeah. like Oda is such a great, fantastic, ingenious writer that you don't get this emotion from like other mangas or animes. Yeah. So I like he writes so well that he attaches you to characters and makes you believe in these characters. I believed in Garp. Now I feel like the person that the hero of the Marines ain't the hero of the Marines no more, dog. That's just a that's just a man in a in a suit that couldn't accomplish all he he thought he could. Monkey suit guard, bro. And that's it, how you feel. And you know what's crazy, Matt? There's a reason why he wore that dog hat for so long because he was actually a <laughs> lap dog the whole time. That's crazy. Oh, nah. That's lap. What dog, do you mean? Man? He rejected Admiral because he didn't want to be a lap dog. Come on now. Listen, bro. We all knew he was eating doggy treats, bro. That's the reason why we got that that reader request. In the beginning of the chapter, <laughs> represent the dog in him, bro. But I'm done. <laughs> My bad, Matt. I took so long. Um, so let's read like five super chats, and then we'll jump straight back into the chapter. Thank right. you, everybody that's here. By the way, thank you yeah, so we're much. Yeah, six hundred concurrent viewers. Thank that's you for being here. I know that's a lot to do with our special guest, Matt, <laughs> aka Fexer. You definitely didn't come for us. <laughs> I, I just brought the party, bro. That's all. I mean. <laughs> if you haven't liked the video, please like the video. Yeah, uh, we got two dollars from Aaron Yeager. It says this message is for Oda. Where is Robin? Um, I mean, it's a flashback. Yeah. After. <laughs> I don't think she's not alive yet. Yeah, she yeah. is. I don't <laughs> think she is. But, uh, we got another five from Sedgefield. Um, it says, good evening from the United Kingdom. My question for you guys is, do you guys have an arc fight that you rate way higher than the community? Oh, man. Frankie versus uh, Senior Pink. I think the community rates it pretty high. I don't mm. rate it as, as high. Um, A fight. You got one, Matt? Mm, I would probably have to say if I were to roll me. with one that I rank higher above the average person, I'd go with Luffy versus Katakuri because a lot of people hate on it for being so long and mm -hmm. like the animation was mid and but I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was sick. So that's mm -hmm. the one I would rate higher. Yeah. Law? Uh, Luffy versus Cat is a good one. I'm trying to um I'm trying to go honestly, I I'm gonna go with Oldie. Lou, I don't know how they rate it, but Luffy versus Rob. Rob Lucci? Rob Lucci. Yeah. I feel like these are these are like the yeah. top yeah, rated like the, fights yeah, in the yeah, series. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Oh. Um I was just talking on Discord about Luffy versus Rob Lucci. Um it's 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 Pete, bro. I'm gonna go with an old one, like a really old one that I don't think anybody gives any love. Um Ambaratier, Luffy versus Don Creek. I thought it was oh, dope. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I it was the the arc that got me really like into One Piece. Mm. Um and I thought the messaging behind the fight was dope. And the fact that, like, Don Creed kept whipping out all these weapons and stuff, and Luffy just kept, like, punching at him. I thought that was cool, right? Poison, the, the, the golden armor, like, him having the spear. Like, mm -hmm. that, that, that quote that Zeph has, I always mm -hmm. thought it was really dope. Like, you know, he has all this stuff, but, like, Luffy has this one thing that's making him continue on, and while he'll be 
able to be Pirate King or achieve his dreams, well, he won't. I always liked the messaging of the... I liked the messaging of Bratte yeah. in general. I thought it was a great arc. But Louis vs. Don Creek. Nobody ever rates it anything. Yeah. But, Lana, yeah. That's a good one. I think I have one. Um, I don't think anybody's going to even remember this fight. Um, Gangpo versus Shura. Mm, that's a good one. That's a great yeah, one. I, I had that in the back of my head, too. That's, that's a, a call out right there. <laughs> that's a good one. Half yeah. the community didn't even see it because y'all skipped Sky P. I know you did. <laughs> no, I know you did. That oh, film was dope. Oh, oh no, no. You ain't skipped Sky P, did you, Matt? No, of course right. not. Nah, <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah. All right. I will say Foxy Arc on the other hand. <laughs> 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 All right. We got another five from Alex Vargas. It says, first time catching the live, but got a dip. Cause I'm live as well. Finna bring my clout up so that I can be a guest in the future. All, <laughs> all love. Hashtag oh, not buggy gang. That is not how you endear yourself with our community, Alex. But I'll have to check your stuff out. Hope you're doing great, man. Yeah. I want to say thank you as well. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank you. Uh, we got another five from Hammer of God Usopp. It says, hi, guys. We are watching you in our game shop again. So big halo from us in Zwole. Shout out to Broker. All our love and prayers are with you yeah. again. Yes. Oh, thank um, you, bro. Yeah. Prayers, thank thoughts you and prayers, prayers for, for Broker and his broker. family. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if Hammer of God was the, was that the Swedish? I'm not too sure. I don't remember exactly. I don't know where Zwole is, but maybe they're getting swole. Come on. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like the gym session? Yeah, gym sessions. We got a, they're, they're at a GameStop, I doubt it. Uh, we got another <laughs> five from Ben Fresh. It says, was gonna donate a hundred, but forgot y'all some fish money. <laughs> one, one. I would be the only labeled fishman hater, and it's not uh, true. I love fishman. Lawrence did say a couple of racist Lawrence comments. Lawrence has been teetering. No. Yeah, he's been teetering <laughs> that line. I've been, as soon as I saw Jimbe, I was like, I hope he joins the crew. And I called, I me, and, me and Lionel called it. We were like, no, we both did. Okay. We knew him. We wanted Jimbe to join the crew firsthand. I was at, didn't you say like them fishman hoodlums or something like that? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> at some point. I didn't he say. Said, he called Arlog a street rat. Bro. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was more like that see, didn't happen. It was taken out of context. <laughs> I was trying. I was saying that Arlong is a hood dude. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. the he doesn't have. Is he a thug too? Lawrence, <laughs> huh? What I'm saying is like you want to compare Jimbei and Arlong. They're completely different. Yeah. Jimbei is seasoned, experienced. Seasoned. Seasoned. That's a crazy <laughs> word, too. How? He's a seasoned veteran in a, like, you know? Well, we gotta move on. <laughs> We're gonna move on. All of Fishman seasoned is wild. Yeah, that is crazy. We got another five from Nick Quavo. It says, Kong was Fleet Admiral in a weak era. He is Bill Russell. Oh, man. In a weak era? That's Whoa, crazy. Man. I'm sorry. That's an L take. I'm he sorry. has the strongest pirate crew ever in his era. Like, yeah. yo, he has the yeah. rocks. He's dealing with rocks, Whitebeard, Kaido, Big Mom, Roger. Like, Don Chin, dude, there's so many. Bro. And yeah. honestly, I have a whole thing where I'm kind of saying that the generations have been getting weaker. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. Let's do two more. Yeah, we got another five from to Mark Thomas. It says, Rocks was going to pack up the CDs. Garp was fine with it. But knowing he had the chance to capture Roger, he went, saw Rocks while and decided to jump in. Um, jump him. Jump him. Uh, we don't maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah, we, we yeah. just need, we need That's more. speculation. Yeah. We need a little bit more from God Valley before we, we uh, make final determinations, in my opinion. And then finally, we got another two month membership to Nakama Status from Alan Wells. It says, Who was Ray fighting? Please don't say Bogard. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of people that Bogard yeah, has to fight. There's a lot of people here, yeah. bro. Yeah. I can't really say. All right, guys, let's go into the next one. Guys, we'll go back to Super Chats, of course. 
Uh, Want to get some of Matt's opinions as well uh, on this topic we're about to go into. And also, if you haven't liked the stream or joined our Discord, please do. All right, so we head to the new world on full of lead within the flashback. Pirates state that the Rocks pirates have left already and they need to catch up. Back at God Valley, there's a lot of Navy ships. It's said the only reason Celestial Dragons are doing this are to take over this island's resources. It's said that all 100,000 people on the island, otherwise known as rabbits, uh, will be eradicated in three weeks. Citizens have targets on their backs. Avankov tells them that usually when they have these games, no one survives. They only told citizens that they'll live if they survive because they want them to have hope. It's not fun to them if people don't have hope. We see Garland going for high-value rabbits, and back at Marie Joa, um, Joa, they're cheering on as if it's the Super Bowl. A fishman bites off Avankov's chains. Guinea finds out that the prizes for the games are devil fruits. There's two confirmed, the mythical Azor dragon and the pawpaw fruit. Avankov states he wants them to eat them, uh, eat them, and Guinea says she sent out a transmission about the island outside, so people heard it uh, like a couple weeks ago. Kuma volunteers that he'll get the fruits, and Avankov says he'll protect them. What did you guys think about this part of the chapter? And we'll start with Law. So yeah, this goes into what I was saying before, when I said I was going to touch up on it later, is uh, like they're handcuffed, right? But now they're also given this false hope that Oh, if you survive the three weeks, we'll let you go or, you know, that you'll be able to keep your life. Right. But you're handcuffed. Mm -hmm. But the main thing is that, again, they only they want to uh, they want the thrill of the chase. Right. They don't want someone just to lay down and accept that because you have no hope. But if you have, I believe you have a fighting chance, survive. It makes it more interesting to your hunters. Mm -hmm. Right. Showing kind of like how, again, uh, not that we need to e keep adding on because we kind of get the point already how evil, sick and twisted these celestial dragons are you know like they they're, they're pure evil like you just know way the way to look at them otherwise you know they don't they view themselves high above others and view people as like their playthings toys that they can get rid of forever so like i may even touch about later or uh i could say it now but i think it kind of shows later on it's like what i'm seeing is that the goal of this of the celestial dragons the girls say eem is to enslave the world that's what they want to do. That's what I'm getting from that's what their goal. And they're trying to get more people to, to pay tribute to them because ultimately they want the world to be their slave. Everybody in it, the world itself. So that's why they're trying to root out even the so-called pirates or things that represent freedom. Because if you take any way hope from that, you know, any hope, any expression for you could think outside yourself, but me, we control everything. You enslave the world. Now you have nothing to oppose you. You could really choose you have all the resources for resources for yourself so i believe their ultimate goal is once they kind of get rid of like nico and all that stuff is to enslave the world and um and it shows like like for example uh like uh and how they just use things as play things but yeah going on to the next panel is um I know uh, my theory took uh, a big hit today. Cause what <laughs> I didn't think it wasn't gonna be, uh, you know, abilities, right? But to me, it's just like there's six 
chess, right? <laughs> Yo, they <Matt>. said <laughs> Lawrence theorized that there was gonna be uh, children in all the chess. I didn't say all of them. I, <laughs> what? You I, it wasn't all of them. It was impossible. Infant babies in each of those. I think chests. I have a pretty good guess on exactly what was in each chest. I have a pretty good guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want me to list that off later? I'll list it off later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so to me, it's like, there's six. I'm not know if they go and rake in prizes or whatever, but only two were named. So, I mean, obviously, it's probably just going to be just abilities, but you never know what could be in those, at least one chest. Because if I get one chest, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was right about one, I'll take that. But it was just a thought. Um, and I think I lost my train of thought. My bad. But no, um, we could move on to I think or something else. All but right, I lost what I was seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, one Garling a cherry picker, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't respect Garling, bro. I don't. Um, in general, I thought so. We, we talk about sadistic nature of people a few times on this podcast, way back when Hawkins had uh had his whole dialogue and stuff going on, but the celestial dragons just bring it to another level. Like, they, they actively want you to feel like there's some semblance of hope just so that they can feel it when you don't have it anymore. Yeah. Like, live action. Like, it's just... Fexer said it earlier. Uh, they just... They make you want to hate them so much. Like, Oda makes you hate them so much. And something I, I peeped when I was reading this chapter, You do you see Kuma? Yeah. He's got a target on his back. They all have with Like, like what... Oh, do they all have them? Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, if you look I at it that. on the go back, uh, mm -hmm. right there, there's somebody. Oh, I'm blind. Hey, you see a Von Kuff too? Yeah, yeah. I Von did not see the. Well. I saw Kuma's, and Kuma's like a child. Like he's really young. Um. Oh yeah, they do all targets. I'm I'm blind. Anyway, but I just saw that right, and it's like yeah. you got the arrow in there. It just looks crazy, and he's preaching to them like Avonko's like, listen, y'all are y'all. Nobody survived this over any amount of time. So don't have this false hope that we're going to survive if we just survive the time. You have to escape the island, letting them know that we need to escape. Now, Guinea having this ability to, like, <laughs> tap in and send him. Yo, who? How? Like, how is she doing that, bro? That's amazing. Is that how? That's why. No, I was, is it not, hack? Not. It's not hack? It's no, not. I thought so too, but it's not. I thought it was hack. Hack, hack is 38 years he old been, now. He would have been one. Okay. Or, uh, yeah. But I'm, we don't know how Fishman aged. Yeah. Eh, I'm, I don't know. True. But even this whoever, whoever Fishman that is, the fact that somebody said thank you to him, <laughs> made, no one's ever said that to me. Before. I was like, jeez. <laughs> like, like, you forget how terrible these people's lives have been over time. They're conditioned um, to be yeah. trash. Yeah, to be slaves. slaves, yeah. It's so just... we've got, you know, qu a quick turnaround in theory. I think uh, it was like a very popular theory on the, the Devil Fruits being in the in the chest. We got a quick turnaround on at least at least two mm -hmm. had Devil Fruits, and they had those two specific Devil Fruits. I think that's that's dope. I, it's interesting that he only highlighted those two. Yeah. Or she only highlighted those two, or chose to only highlight those two. It does he leave an avenue for there to be either other Devil Fruits or other items in general, mm -hmm. right? Because who knows what they are. Um, again, how did she get this information? I, I'm just, I'm so curious as to, like, yeah. I know she said she's, she dabbles into thievery and, and, and hacking into stuff, but that's wild to even get this information. But the CDs are probably dumb enough to let it slip, so. Um, and then relaying the info 
out to create this opportunity for them. She's the real MVP. Yeah, she's a she, prodigy. She's she's the MVP of God Valley. I know it's Kuma. I know it's Roger. I know it's Garp and Gar- she's the MVP because without her, no, that's what happens. Yeah, it doesn't go down like this, right? I mean, maybe Rocks comes because apparently the Celestials went to wherever, but like the whole like Big Mom's excited to come, you know? Like she she probably wouldn't come. Mm. She'd be like, oh, Rocks could do whatever. I don't care. Like we'll get into that later, but overall. It became a, a scenario where they could escape because she put this in place. And then Ivankov motivated them, namely Kuma specifically. So, like, shout out to the little trio right here, man. Shout out to the gang. <laughs> shout out to the, the, the fishman who bit the, the, the cuffs off. You know what I'm saying? I, I like young, spunky kids trying to make a, something happen for them in the world. This, it reminded me of um, Ace and Luffy and Sabo back, back at yeah. the Great Terminal. Like, we're living in the absolute worst conditions, but we have each other, and we're going to do the best we can. And it's wild, because Ivankov's the leader, right? We're like, he is a leader. She is a leader in general, like, where she is now, but, like, she's the big bro right now in this situation, directing them and making this all happen. So I like that. Ivankov, the, the leader now of the Revs. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's all I got. And shout out to Kuma for volunteering, man. Yeah, built different. All right, literally. Lino. <clears throat> um, I honestly got a little like I'm getting. It goes into what I said before about the um, the townsfolk, but this is a little different because they're a desperate situation. Because he genuinely believed that, yeah, if we survived, they would let us go. And I'm thinking, yeah, to me, that's all. Like you're in a getting massacred just for fun and games. Hey, but you think if you survive this, they're still going to let you live? Like, you should know how wicked and sick the Celestial Dragons are already. To think that you eat, like, that's just shows that they give them, them false hope. It's like, but you, be- you believe that false hope. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's like, but again, you're just destined trying to survive. Like, that, I'm not really knocking the um, thought process because you're just, because you know you can't fight against them. You can't do anything with them. You, like, Ivanka was encouraging you to, like, escape and not really fight. While Kuma was the one that actually shows that. Because at least I'm going to try to fight or do something. Um, I th- wanted to think, did when she did the transmission, um, like in the leakage, did she tell everybody what exactly what is happening? Like, that there's a mask, like, you know, the game in it itself or just the fruits itself? Because I'm thinking, if they told, if she leaked out the fruits too, but also the game of the Celestial Dragons, that kind of ties in back to, again, a little bit to Doflamingo's father. Doing you doing this because you your family knows about this and you're doing this and if the whole world found this out they would hate you even more. Gives you no, also why would you think that you could come down to Earth in a way because you're on your like you know lofty um heavenly where I'm whatever and be a normal citizen knowing the fact that people know that you're such a dragon know that your fa- your such a dragon did this. Well, they said the new the what. Well, God Valley, like, it's been erased from history. It's not, no. like, common knowledge anymore. But I'm saying, like, the, that incident was not um, leaked. Mm-hmm. But she did leak out information to the world that people are coming here and there. They know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the last they erased that specifically, that that transmission, like, you know, like, because now people don't know about it now, but regardless of that hate of such a dragons is universal. Like, mm-hmm. everybody hates them. And this could have been, this could be adding to it because the leak... That um skinny what's her name what's skinny did Guinea Guinea did, you know you call her skinny did no I heard skinny did I was trying to figure out her name right 
<laughs> I was trying to figure out her name. I didn't call her Skinny Dip. Just do it. She's like seven. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. I was trying to figure out her name, but also, but also, I thought I was kind of glad too that um, because I thought about you know with Big Mom, you know, giving the fruit to Dragon afterwards and after the rocks, I thought possibly that Drag um rocks might have the fruit. I'm actually glad that this is confirmation that he doesn't have it. When mm. I to me like I agree with you, Larry. I kind of don't want rocks to have any fruit. I thought it'd be dope. So, but granted, he could still have another fruit. Hopefully not, but we'll see. We'll eventually find out. But I'm glad I got this confirmation um, over here. But yeah, that was. But those are the things I want to say. And just I don't. I get the whole Garling, um, the Garling hype. But honestly, he's just taking out regular civilians. There's not. There's nobody strong or significant here. Like this is not impressive to me. Like, like talk to him. Like Zolo pre times could do this. Like so. It's like this is not hype. Just taking out fodder. Handcuffed fodder. Yeah. yeah. So Who was like, hyping this up? Garland got top one hype by yeah. people out here. Quavo, bro. Yeah, that's I'm like, yo, like, I'm mean, good. I expect, I, get, I, I expect Garland to be strong, but this does not show that he is strong. No, not Period. even not, not even a little bit. So. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Matt? What about your thoughts, bro? Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, just going after people who are handcuffed, <laughs> like that doesn't prove anything. The main thing I got from this is how in the world a seven-year-old kid <laughs> got information on this and leaked it. Like, what? You're like a seven-year-old slave, and you're leaking this type of big knowledge out to the world. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how the world government lets that slide. And then also in that same panel, I swear, like, that dude in the background with the hat, mm. he kind of looks like Doc Q, but I know he's not, but like he just, <laughs> he just looks like Doc Q. You will imagine. Yeah. And then... I, I feel so bad for Kuma. Like, he's just so willing. He's just ready to die, bro. He's just like, yep, I'll be the sacrifice. I'll do it. He's so like, he's so sad. I feel bad for him. What is it from Hunger Games? I nominate myself as <laughs> <laughs> tribute. Exactly. It's rough out there, bro. All right. That it? Yep. All right. Um, I think Oda is once again in his bag. When he goes into like trying to um, show us as a reader and to be entertained, it just seems like Oda understands human behavior. And since he's such like a historian, he can definitely detail uh, certain things in certain ways. So he's like, yo, humans are terrible to each other. So he's like, all right, let me show you how bad the celestial dragons could be. This is no different from like real life. You know what I'm saying? And I think Oda is also trying to say, well, we're not all elitist, right? Like, we don't have the most money. We don't have the highest class. We don't have power the way other people have power. But the ones that do have power, it corrupts them. It makes them maniacal. makes them diabolical. It makes them evil, right? They desire things that kind of stimulate them, unlike how we're stimulated, Right? Like, they just do weird things. Like, you always hear, like, rich people do weird things. Yeah. They collect weird things. It's because they need something to keep stimulating themselves uh, because they just have so much resources to do so. So normal things that we find in stimulating just, it's kind of like, yeah, I did that, like, 200 times, bro. Cool. Um, and it shows that this is why they're hunting people. This is why they're putting targets on backs. And I'm saying to myself, yo, that woman carrying a baby, does the baby have a target on his back? Mm -hmm. Like, what? And it's all fun and games for them. And I, you know, 
it, it also shows a little bit of like you know how slavery was in America, like hack. Uh, not I said hack. The fishman <laughs> that broke Ivankov's chains. He's never been complimented. There was probably slaves in our time that have never been complimented, mm -hmm. and just to receive one simple compliment, it made the world seem brighter for that fishman. And it's crazy because even Ivankov, even in his situation, was kind of surprised by his satisfaction of being complimented. And it shows that even Kuma, who was a slave at the age of four, he never knew true happiness like that, right? But if he was to receive a compliment, he probably wouldn't know what to do. He'd be like, why are you doing that? It's just he doesn't know what's right and wrong. He's just born into wrong and lives with it. Mm -hmm. And you seen even when he was talking to his father, Clap, that... He was like, oh, my, my master doesn't hit me that much. He's really nice. But he's still hitting you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of, um, I think if we're like psychology majors, we'd probably appreciate this a little bit more because this is definitely like psychology at play that Oda's writing. Mm -hmm. And it's fantastic. You might just read it and just be like, oh, like this is whatever. But at the same time, you're like, nah, this is kind of deep, bro. It's dark, but it's deep. Pause. And then um, <laughs> what really Bruh. messed me up it's like, again, Oda's such a genius. He he makes little panels that seem so little, but they kind of are super big. And the panel in this chapter for me was going back to Mary Joa mm -hmm. and seeing that people are cheering as if this is like a Super Bowl, bro. Right. Like people are watching other people get slaughtered and they're cheering out of their mind. The whole place is going erratic. That shows so much disconnection from regular society. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because Don Quixote, uh, you know, homing mm -hmm. Doflamingo's dad. Doflamingo, I believe, is 30, 41 after the time skip. He's 39 um, pre-time skip, which means 38 years before this, he would be like, what, three years old at God Valley started. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if Don Quixote homing was like, yo, we out. Like, that like was he crazy. He saw it on the TV. He saw it, it on the like, TV. This is wild. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be uh, crazy. But you guys mentioned the guinea part. I just got to say, shout out to Ivankov, man. I, yo, this is where... How much Dragon has truly done, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how much has he truly done, Matt? I don't even know, bro. He runs the whole operation. You sure? What are you talking about? You sure? He, 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 he recruited Ivankov. He, he recruited Ivankov, man. Or Ivankov recruited him. <laughs> <laughs> You tell me, Matt, because I'm good. Yo, listen, bro. I've seen a lot. Hey, he, do we not remember that flashback to him and Vegapunk talking? What did he say? He said, I'm starting the Revolutionary Army. He did this. He started this whole thing. He created this. It's his thing. Ivankov is just a part of the thing. All right? <laughs> a, big, a big part. You know, okay, a big part. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel like it's like when somebody goes, yo, I want to make this website. And then he goes to the person who can make the website <laughs> for him. <laughs> and then he's like, yo, I own the website now because you paid me. It's like yo, Steve when Jobs. This, when this man Dragon makes his first appearance and he stomps on some kid, I'm just going to be like, oh, S Some kid? No, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's exactly what he's fighting against. Man, wow, He pulls up to Egghead, stomps on Saturn. Because we all know Luffy's not going to be able to. He's out of commission. Just like your man Kizaru, Seb. Out of <laughs> <laughs> so, as soon as Dragon pulls up, chapter 1100, mark my words, it's over. Everything's done. 1100? 1100, that's when Dragon's 1100. 
We're going to be DMing, bro. <laughs> For sure. We're going to be DMing, bro. I low-key feel like I still want to be in this flashback. Yeah. But. So, um, all right. So, let's read, like, four Super Chats, and then we're going to go back into the chapter. Guys, if you haven't liked the video, please like the video. And uh, thank you so much for being here. All right, we got another two from JT. It says, can we get a cast smile for a picture? A uh, cast smile for a picture? <laughs> Everybody smile, bro. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, we got another two from Yunosuke. It says, yo, amazing take. Wary, hashtag Larry speaking facts. Probably in regards to your carp take. Yeah, probably. We got another five from Yunosuke. It says, you know what? You, you know, I want to see someone lose their will and in their in turn their conquerors hockey as well mid-fight and maybe against someone like Blackbeard gives him a feat. Uh, I think the closest thing we'll probably ever get to that was Katakuri. Yeah. Lose their will and conquerors? Look, mm-hmm. You mean like Blackbeard takes it away or during the fight he literally just... Because they're conquerors. That's yeah. Blackbeard not about to do all that. Listen, yeah. bro. You just, people, people just keep looking for reasons for Blackbeard to be strong. <laughs> and, and the whole point of being a conqueror is that you don't lose your will no yeah. matter what. Yeah. yeah. So. We got another six-month membership to Nakama status from Project Iceman. It says, when the head world government of the establishment is toxic, then the limbs, the Marines, will have no choice but, be, but to become toxic itself. I can Facts. agree with that. That does not mean you need to succumb to that toxicity. We got another five from Bellis. It says... Unless it's like a little Spanish Latina. Come on, bro. And you probably want to. Come on, bro. We got another five (laughs) from Bellis. It says, my Tuesday's work are always fire and easy because T.O.P.T. makes it go by so fast. Hashtag Spotify gang. Hashtag T.O.P.T. gang. Hashtag Where's Laws Cosplay at? <laughs> oh, he probably saw us dress up. Yeah. That's why we went to a party, me and Seb. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. We got another 280. Oh, thank, thank you, you thank bro. you. We got another 280 from King SSD. It says Larry got beef with the whole monkey family. <laughs> <laughs> not Luffy. No, nah, not, Luffy. not Luffy. Yeah, I'm a fan of Luffy. And finally, we got another 50D. I don't know what that is. For, no. It's okay, bro. Let's say 50. It's 50p from D. It says, then is Sabo good or bad? Are Marine soldiers bad? Uh, what did Doflamingo say, Matt? Who, whoever, uh, Doran Marine Ford, whoever wins this war will be the person who chooses what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Becomes exactly. justice. I mean, that's kind of just how real life works, too. Yeah. The winner of the war always decides who's actually right and who's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's literally how everything works. Yeah. Yeah, good or bad is a spectrum. You you make those decisions yourself. What's you, good, what's bad. It's usually because the persons who won are able to, in a way, kind of write history. Mm-hmm. So They're they able to change. white out their sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Bar. That is a bar, J. Cole. All right, well, let's <laughs> keep going. All right, guys. So we're going to continue. Um, for everybody that's watching for the first time, I know people, sh- you know, straggling a little bit late. We're going to do phone calls. It's going to be towards like 7, 7.30, but we still got like three questions to go off of, all right? And then we're going to give some time for Matt to, you know, uh, speak about whatever he wants to speak about, and then we'll read Super Chats. So again, it's a packed show, but thank you for being here, and if you haven't liked the video, please like the video. All right. We see a ship explode. Navy notices it's the Rocks Pirates, and they've come with other infamous people too. Then we hear someone say... You waste your time, Navy. Follow me, Rocks Pirates. 
Then we see the crew in full glory. Whitebeard, Stussy, Big Mom, Kaido, Shiki, Captain John, and Gloriosa, the former empress of the Kuja tribe from one generation before Shaki and three before Boa Hancock. Whitebeard yells out, Not so fast, rocks! Everyone seems to have their own agenda. Whitebeard says rocks will lose sight of the goal. Shiki says to Whitebeard to stop acting like the leader. Big Mom says, let's just steal what we came for after and just bounce. Kaido says Roger is the last man he'll let. Then he gets cut off. Then Stussy says this is the final fight. Captain John says that the idea and Gloriosa, uh, Glori Gloriosa says it's time to settle it once and for all with two other figures we don't know the names of, but they look very similar to people that were on Thriller Bark and Zombies in Moria's army. So, starting off with Lionel, uh, what did you think about this specific part of the chapter? Honestly, I got so hyped, honestly. I really did. I thought that panel was really dope and cool. Um, I got me thinking a couple of things. I thought the same thing with those two guys too, but because mm -hmm. I was looking back at Thriller Bark, because I'm trying to figure out, we already know that um, the person that Blackbeard fought. Wang Shi. Wang Shi. I'm thinking of, isn't, because the fact that Sengoku named him mm -hmm. in Silver Axe, I thought like they're, they're significant that since Sengoku named them with, with Shinky and like, you know, Big Mom and Kaido, that they're relatively strong and they're the ones who made the big names. We don't know all the Rock's Pirates. Like, I had no idea that Glosia was part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, until she's. Gladiosa. Gladiosa. And right here, like... Shit. He said it with the accent. I know. <laughs> so right here, I think of, like... To me, I think of, like, Wipey went first, then Shinky. And it was like, is this is this a lineup of, like, in a way, the strongest? Nah, bro. Like, I was, we're not, I was we're not thinking, doing that, bro. I'm not doing it. We not, can't do that, bro. I know. But I'm just saying that the way the lineup is, I'm thinking of, like... Because that's nine right there. Red Rocks, that's ten. Mm -hmm. Just like how other crews are. Yeah. But... I thought it was uh, this scene was pretty dope. I am assuming that one of them might be Silver Axe, and you know, and the, but again, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't, I never saw the faces because like, yeah. we know that's Captain John drinking. That yeah. is Captain John drinking. So, so yeah. That's something like Captain John, then Silver Axe, and you know the other person they named. Yeah. So I think Wang Shi is the bottom left guy, and then the guy on the left uh, above him is Silver Axe because Silver Axe was wearing similar uh, armor. Yeah, because I went there. I told you about the Phil Bark. I saw the guy that there that he could actually look like with the long beard and everything. Mm -hmm. But he's not carrying an axe; he's carrying a sword. But again, I don't know if. Um, yeah, he, Silver Axe could just be carrying a sword. Too. Like he could have multiple weapons. No, that's true. That's true. I don't know. But like, I just thought I was just, I was curious about that time. Even looking at you know when um Glossia, um pretty much because she said she left the seas mm. from because because the same thing would happen to um or Hancock. She fell in love with a man, and then mm -hmm. then she like you know left the island left the island because she was like you know mm. whatever. They don't say who that man was. Who I do you think it is, bro? I mean, who was? Oh, I'm not gonna say. Who was doing that, bro? It what? <laughs> seems like rocks. Yes, I was, I was gonna say. I rocks. was thinking of that. You think rocks went to Amazon Lily and just got her? If, and she, if he's supposed to be his generation's Luffy or whatever, right? Like, why not? He's not. Rocks is not. That's right. I thought, honestly, off this, because I was going into, like, because the fact that Whitebeard right here, right, he says pretty much not so fast, like, who's going to, fool don't give me orders, right? And I was always wondering, like, how the crew was, mm. pretty much, because we know they've been fighting amongst each other, and 
I always thought of what Kaido flung up with rocks. Like, he's one of the greats. And I thought of one of the reasons why I was telling Lawrence that they all have in common Shanks, Whitebeard, um, uh, Luffy, and, like, because Luffy was kind of there, but not really, you know, and Odin, that in a weird way, they all had somewhat of a nominal conquerors willing to follow him to be loyal to them. If you think about Whitebeard, you know, he had Odin, but he mostly had Ace, and the Ace was really willing to plan his life to fight Akainu, and he hated that Akainu was, was disrespecting his um, respecting Whitebeard. You have Rayleigh following, obviously, to Rocks. I mean, to Roger. You have Shanks. Anyway, he would have had Luffy. If uh, pretty much how Luffy was loyal. The same thing to um, Ace to Whitebeard. Luffy was kind of way to Shanks. That if they if Lu- Shanks let Luffy join the crew, he would be just as loyal to Shanks. And you have Odin, in a way, Yamato. How Yamato, how um, loyal Yamato is to Odin. Even though they're not fleeing the crew, but they show that if they were part of that crew, um, they have such um, admiration for that person, so their loyalty right there. And I was always wondering, all right, all these people have that in common. Whose was Rocks? What can conquer this person that made Rocks great in Kaido's eyes? And with that connection, just connecting them all, that was loyal. I was like, I don't, wasn't sure if it was Whitebeard. Big Mom called um, Rocks a scoundrel, so I don't think it was her. her. I'm thinking maybe it was actually Kaido himself. That he's the one who actually admired and respected rocks, and he was a, also a conqueror. So I was like, I was just, I was just thinking because that's what all have in common. That's a pretty cool point. I didn't think about that. And the other thing I was thinking of going into like, um, I was gonna bring it up a little bit later on, but I, I might just bring it up now, just how the crew is. Like Lawrence, I think Lawrence might bring it up, so I might say that for him. But you know the whole point that people were saying that rocks is a Bucky character. <laughs> mm. I was actually thinking. What if Rox is a Bucky character? Oh, my God. But, no, listen, but in a different way. Mm. As in, he's actually strong, but he's just a Bucky. Like, you know how Bucky's stupid and he's a gag character and things um, kind of just happen? Like, joke, like, for instance, Sanji and Bucky have that similar. Like, they're both, Sanji's strong, but Sanji, in a way, is a gag character. That things, stupid things happen to him, like, with women and other stuff. Like, him putting on a woman's suit and dancing and, like, you know, mm-hmm. and... Got, got transferred to, like, or he wanted to stay at where a bar kingdom. Mm. Like, stuff like that. How stupid things happen, funny things happen to Buggy. But Buggy's just a coward and weak. Yeah. What if Rox is literally the same way, but take away that coward and weakness? Mm. He's just a, he's a strong gag, funny character. And stupid things happen to him, but he's Rox's greatest rival. Is that not just Luffy, though? No. Luffy's kind of a gag character. Not really. He does a lot, he does a lot of goofy he stuff. He does a lot of goofy stuff, but it's different because he's also the main character. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, mm. and also I thought of being stupid. Like you have like Rocks and Rogers, something similar. You have Luffy and Buggy, also similar names. I also thought like is Oda doing that, like making Rocks in a way a Buggy character, but not in the way that we thought. Like Buggy being uh, actually a strong Buggy. That's what I thought. Because again, I'm mostly going by their crew dynamic and how they're viewing Rocks himself. It's something. It's like the opposite of how Buggy's crew views him. How they view Buggy or this person. There's like, oh, he's a scoundrel. Rox, you're an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. but Rox is actually strong. Especially when I see the last panel, I'm not gonna bring it up now, but especially I think what happened at the last panel shows now Rox is that dude. But just how his crew views him, he's probably also a buggy character. That's what I thought of. Wait, so you said everything that doesn't make him a buggy character. But okay. I know, but I'm going by personality. <laughs> no, I, don't, uh, I know, I'm going by personality wise and how you he can is. Be a, um, you can be a quirky, wacky guy yeah. and be strong, bro. Yeah, that's just, a, that's what I'm making. Uh, <laughs> wait, what were you going to say about the crew that you said I was going to say? No, you just said it. Oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you said um, pretty much you were referencing them with the Blackbeard Pirates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, never mind. Yeah, I'll say it. All right. Uh, 
Matt, your turn. Yeah, so where did you guys end off? Because I actually had to go pee in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. just that page, that double double say, like double uh, page spread oh, with the rocks. Okay, pirates. them being yeah. introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So obviously, I mean, fire introduction, I just blowing up a ship. I mean, that's a way to make an introduction, isn't it? <laughs> and then we've got finally the rocks pirates introduced in manga. This is crazy. And we've got Stussy, who's confirmed now. I think a lot of there was like like a small percentage of people who did not think like so i think we know weevil is actually whitebeard's son now <laughs> I, I like that's like i, I don't know how still but not I confirmed still, yeah, still, still not, not confirmed, confirmed. <laughs> i think it's a probability Eat a and then granny neon i don't i didn't know she was on the rocks pirates did you guys know that no people had theorized that the one before shaggy was but no, she is the one. She before. is the one for Shaggy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm that, I mean that Shaggy was. Oh, okay. They, so no, the of, one after Shaggy. There's one that's unknown. There one? There, so oh. it's, it's Boa Hancock. Before Boa Hancock, there's an unknown Kuja pirate that we don't know about. Okay. She doesn't exist apparently, but she was ahead of. <laughs> she was there. She was the Empress. The the, the one before that mm-hmm. is Shaggy, and right. then before Shaggy is. That's what I meant to say. Glorious. People had theorized that Shaggy was just because she was like, oh, I've been a pirate for a long yeah. time, and Garb chased me 40 years ago. Yeah. So it was like, all right, rocks, that kind of just lined up. But go ahead, Matt. Yeah, so then Granny Neon being a part of that was very interesting because I was like, well, this is just brand new information right here. Like, Oda giving us more questions. Wow, that's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then obviously Whitebeard just shrugging off Stussy. That was a cool moment. Like, he's like, all right, bro. Like, <laughs> we're not here for that. We got real business to handle. Shiki is so mysterious to me, man. Like, what? Like, I just want to know what he's doing right now. Like, how? This is the same man who broke out of Impel Down by himself by chopping his own legs off using, like, little, like, toothpicks as feet. Like, what? I don't understand. He's so mysterious. The rest of them, too, obviously, because we don't really have a lot of information on him. But, yeah, based off of those two pages, I mean... It was just sick to see them finally properly introduced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. What about you, Law? So yeah. Um, so we finally yeah we finally get to see the Rocks Pirates, um, and so I'm gonna tackle here like pretty much good. It's funny what Lana was talking about. Not necessarily that buggies thing, but you hear so like follow me Rocks Pirates right. And we think of one of those who's like, all right, guys, follow me. And I was like, man, I ain't following you, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, because you see Whitebeard's response. And they're all like, not really jumping with rocks. They're kind of like, like they said, they all have their own agendas. And this is where I go into like where it kind of, um, where, I, where I find in common with the Blackbeard pirates. Because going with what Blackbeard said, when, how he got out Kiji. And he's just like, it's not like we're all Nakama here necessarily, right? He goes, we're all kind of, have similar interests or our own interests, but we're all kind of bands together to achieve those interests, right? So that's where it shows that the Blackbeard Pirates and the Rock Pirates may have something like that in common, right? Where even though I do believe that the Blackbeard Pirates, though, like most of them kind of actually view him as their captain. They fo- actually follow Blackbeard. I mean, on those first four. Exactly. Yeah, the first four, definitely. The other ones, you know, maybe a little more so. But in this one, it kind of seemed like clearly, clear as day, that they all have their own agendas, right? And it goes into, like, I don't know what their agenda is. I guess, you know, rocks around the rule of the world, but also the treasure here that they took. Apparently, it's very, very important to them that they're willing to do all this, you know? Because kind of pirates kind of tend to, like, you know, do their own thing 
and are stay away from the Marines and government because they don't want them in their business. But this one heavily, they know kind of I guess know what's going on, but they're attacking Sister Dragon. So that means you're going to get the full might of the world government and the Marines on you when you, if you're a part of you attacking the you know um, the Celestial Dragons. But it's interesting here. We got more information that we didn't get before because we always just thought it was just the Rocks, Roger, and Garp. No, there's a ton of different other pirates here. Yeah. That's that's I guess that's they heard it from Phil, Phil the Lead or whatever. But they're all here. So like, what is this treasure? Because then is it exactly Roxas' treasure? But it was I guess on the island or whatever. So what does that have to do with your overall goal? What's the interest here that they're trying to get? Because I'm not gonna touch it later on because that's there. But that they all have their price. Because like even like Big Mom, kind of even says it. Like, what were you gonna do with it? You know. Like, she has her says on it for a reason. And then Kaido's words is interesting to me, that he kind of says, Roger's the last person I want to get his hands on it. From what we know, Roger didn't really have any interest in fruits, you know? So, or, like, did he, you know? Was the fruit he wanted to eat taken by somewhere else why Roger never had a fruit, you know? Because to me, I always kind of felt like, again, with Shanks, we noticed that so far we can tell that Shanks and no one in his crew has an ability. And what we can see in Roger's crew was something very similar. The only person that had to believe we know was Bucky. But he wasn't a really contender on that crew, and he also ate it not on purpose, right? So what would be in this treasure that that has Roger's interest, that even Kaido says, I don't even want him, he's the last person I want, you know? So to me, that grows interest here, like, um, um, about what they're going for. And I definitely believe that um, the bo- um Garosa, Gloriosa. Gloriosa. She fell in love with rocks. To me, that's hands down. Because I thought of, like, is it white beard? Because I felt more like that. But if we saw how, if we go on a similar to, like, how Bowen Hancock, you know, feels for Luffy, right? And how she thinks about other women. She's she's saying this don't make it true, but I don't really see the whole jealousy thing here. And also, too, the reason why is, like, how we saw, the, they call it the love sickness, right? You kind of want to be around this person. Whitebeard was kind of chilling when she was. But if you lost your love, like, because most likely we don't hear Rox so much after God Valley. So most likely Rox kind of ends here for, or we don't know that, but we don't hear anything after him. And you kind of see what they split up and Roger, Rox may end up losing his life here. So that would end up kind of ending your love sickness because the person you fell in love with is gone. And now you're just kind of just standing there with him because every person who caught that love sickness, they're no longer in. Amazon Lily. The only one is Bo Hancock, but she's kind of like in a way waiting for Luffy, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? So it made me think of that. I think the person she fell in love with, and I also go put into perspective, perspective of like Rox's character, like you know, is he necessarily the bad guy? Like how we kind of all believe, you know, because it could be just like that. The fact that he's Roger's rival is just because that he's actually a legit rival of Roger, as in like you know, for example, I always attack Luffy's generation. That Luffy doesn't really have a real rival of his generation. You know, like kid could have been that, but it's not really kid, right? And going by like Roger, she's he had a bunch of rivals, but like what if showing that Roger and Rox, they're actually really were contending for something similar. So showing that like Luffy kind of stands alone in that aspect. It's like all right, Pirate King, everyone kind of says it's gonna be the Straw Hat Pirates. Even in the world in one piece, they kind of see like he's the favorite, right? But in Rox or Roger's time, it kind of seems like kind of a toss-up, you know? This, the crew that Roger uh, Rocks, uh, Rocks had is like, who could really contend with that? 
And then you have Roger here. He's also something different. So showing that the, um, the rival between them was different that Luffy is, to me, is lacking now. He doesn't have a rocks like that. And I know people think in Blackbeard, but it's not really Blackbeard because I believe that rocks is going to be a Conqueror's user, right? Blackbeard doesn't have that, you know? And also through that charisma to, like, um, the reason I also say um, uh, a rival is because, again, going back to Bo Hancock, it was... Luffy's personality, his pure hardiness, that kind of got Bull Hancock. To me, that could speak something different about Rocks. You know, is he necessarily a bad guy? Because what we saw, we see this old lady later on with Bull Hancock, right? Mm-hmm. Does she seem like the type that would kind of like go for someone who was evil? You know, when she's instructed, she's helped. She kind of encouraged Bull Hancock to help Luffy, right? So she encouraged Bull Hancock to help Luffy and to how the way to do it and everything. Why would Rocks be evil and she would fall in love with that person? You know, so I'm thinking I'm using uh, her to kind of speak for Rox's possible character, which we know nothing about yet. And um, so, yeah, I think that's all I have uh, now uh, for now. But I'm trying to make this kind of quick. Amazing double page spread here with the Rox Pirates. I I thought it was dope. Their introduction was fire. Y'all named all the characters and and the things. There's two things I want to speak on. A character that y'all didn't name. Yo, Stroyson is here. Yeah. yeah. He's here. Ooh. Bottom right on that top panel there. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, shout out to HG, but the Stroyson is a Madara-like figure agenda is back. I still don't subscribe to it. I still think it's stupid, but he here at the minimum. That's because he's with Big Mom. He's here. Speaking of Big Mom, she had them yiddies out, bro. I don't know if y'all beat them. I know Larry beat them. Listen, they there. They there. I love me a prime Big Mom, bro. I do. I like me a thick big mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, y'all brought up a lot of stuff. Uh, people, people. as soon as this chapter dropped, I got so many pings on Discord because, as y'all know, we have went back and forth over whether Rox is a, a buggy-like character, whether Rox is actually a fraud, etc., based off Parvision's video and, the, and my perspective of it. I've always said it was possible. I've never thought that he was, and people use this chapter and this moment with Whitebeard and them to say that this is proof that he is? I didn't see that. It's not. It's I, not. I didn't see that not at, all. at all. I didn't see that at all. I saw this as the same way Roger jumps out ahead yeah, of battle. like Luffy does same the same way. Same way Luffy thing. jumps out ahead of battle in front of other people. Yeah. Name so, one time Buggy did it. Exactly. Yeah, Buggy ain't doing that. Exactly. <laughs> at least right. not intentionally, right? So I think later on, not to skip ahead, it kind of shows why it's yeah. he's not. Yeah. Well, listen, I think the avenue is still there even off this chapter. I don't think this chapter supports that idea at all. Yeah. Personally. People, people just don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I was interested in the goal, obviously. What is what is what is the goal? It seems as though the Celestials stole something from the island. They're all here. Like Lawrence and you guys said, they have different agendas. Like Big Mom's after the Delph for space on what she does later and what we know that her and Kaido's history is. Kaido's like you can't do anything with them anyway, right? So obviously the Delph fruits are, are a thing for that. I agree. Gloriosa's probably just in love with with uh, with uh, rocks. I thought it was funny that uh, she was telling Stussy not to be pathetic because she's like pro- seemingly lovesick over yeah. Whitebeard, yeah. and then like they're like, "Bruh, <laughs> you only here because rocks is here." Like, what are you talking about? I love the lineup. Lana brought up the 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 nine for nine, ten for ten thing. Like, rocks would be the leader, and then going in line. Yeah. I, I actually thought the same. It could be very well. It'd be in order of strength at this time. Yeah. But Whitebeard, then Shaky, then Big Mom, Shaky then Shaky Shogun, then Big Mom is crazy. At that time? Yeah. 
Chicky's in his prime. Big Mom's still relatively young right she's now. 30 she's right 30 now. She's 30, right? Yeah. Now. I feel like there's some Fishman racism going on right now because <laughs> he's the first one. And then Whitebeard. All right. I'm talking about in the so, panel. In the separate panel. Nah, and that dude not stronger than Whitebeard, bro. Nah, I don't care bro. who he is. You looked, at his, face, man. you looked at his lips and you said, nah. <laughs> he ain't getting no love, him, bro. He bro. ain't getting no love, bro. Um, in general, <laughs> terrible. Listen, listen. Y'all ain't even bring that dude up. So don't, I don't want to hear nothing. I have a chance. <laughs> Yo, I didn't acknowledge that. Listen. I didn't acknowledge that. Did you notice that? The three crews that have fishmen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you need no, to have a fishman you, crew. You forget yeah, Whitebeard, yeah. too. Yeah. Web? Oh, four crews. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, all them have fishmen on them. Yeah. Big Mom Sh- got fishmen. Shanks need to get a fishman, man. So does Kyle. When? Can we keep going? I'm just <laughs> yo, you're not. Y'all, y'all, threw, y'all threw me off of my take. It's your fault. I'm coming with the great crews. My bad. Damn. Yeah. Now Big Mom and Kyle not great crews. That's crazy. Anyway. Shout out to Shanky, bro. Shout out to Shanky. <laughs> Shout out to Captain John. Shout out. I, I was curious as what Kaido was saying in regards to Whitebeard. Lawrence brought it up. I mean, to, to Roger. Lawrence brought it up. I also love that Big Mom was like, yo, slow your roll, bro. You don't, you don't want those problems. You don't want that sauce. You can't handle Roger, bro. You ain't like that. Um, but, yo, they're trying to settle it once and for all. What is it? Yeah. What is this thing? What is this beef? What is this culmination that they're all down to come here for and act on? So, But that's all I got. I, I was curious who that guy was. Yeah, I said Wang Ji and, and Silver Axe. I don't know. He looks pretty cool, though. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Larry? Uh, finally, for me, uh, I would say that when I when I did read this chapter, yo, bro, I got up from my seat. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you I was so excited, Matt, bro, I was like, yo, about time, dog. I've Dude, been wanting exactly. to see the Rocks Pirates forever. I'm a bigger fan of the Rocks Pirates than I am of any other crew. <laughs> <laughs> not about them. Yo, but the thing is, the things that we did know was that they were the strongest crew out there mm-hmm. ever. And there's no other crew currently right now that can currently compete with them. Yeah, that's true. That we know of. Ever. In the history of In the, the history of One Piece. So it's like... That whole buggy theory of rocks being a buggy, yo, you are you're weird, bro. <laughs> you saw something that entertained your brain, and you thought that it was funny, and you thought it was cool, and then you turned it real because honestly, that's what buggy fans do. They make you think like, yo, he's the man, but he's really not. Yo, that's never gonna happen with rocks. It just never was. It was never in the cards. You can never put three conquerors, or maybe even four, if Shiki's one of them, under a person and they follow him. Hold on, no. I will say. The dynamic is being dived into. They're not out here just following rocks. You was out here, he he made them bend the knee, and they, that's not the case. The dynamic is not that. So, it's not that. So, so I guess you. Hold on, no, 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 no. It ain't no get you. It's not that. It's no get you, Lionel. Why would they bend the knee to this man? Sebastian, what's the crew called? Exactly. No, but hold on. No, 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 I ain't say that. I said, what is the crew called? Yeah, exactly. What's this crew called? What does the flag say? Yeah. What does the sail say? It says rock. All right, end that. No. But Cross still got buggy at the front. Stuff happens in media, bro. Yo, Crocodile Conquers? No. Mihawk Conquers? Maybe. Oh, maybe. That's crazy. Oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the, the point is, the point is, it was hard having one Conquerors on your squad. He got three, possibly four. Listen, Regardless of how you want to say their power dynamic within the crew is, at the end of the day, he's still captain. He's still yo my name is on that sale. Yo, don't act like you're the captain. 
there's never gonna be a time where me like yo bro I'm sorry bro you can never tell me that three people of that caliber who just constantly fight are not gonna wanna fight rocks at exactly, one point bro. like no, never never I'm just talking about the crew dynamic I don't care about your crew it's dynamic the crew or understanding. Dynamic. The crew dynamic says... It's not what you said it was. The crew dynamic is, if Whitebeard felt like he was going to bang out with rocks, he would just do it on spot because he's not the leader. But instead, he went out, he acted out, and now I'm scolding him for it, but I'm definitely going to probably go after him. If not, I don't go after him because at the end of the day, I can't beat him. Listen, you're 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 placing way too much headcanon into what you're saying right now. Placing way too much headcanon. No, Larry's right, bro. No, yo, you don't know that Whitebeard is out here fighting rocks or whatever. You don't know that. Okay. I don't know if Roger and Rocks are not fighting. They clearly said that Roger and Rocks might be too much. I said Whitebeard is fighting rocks. It it don't even if even if he it like bro, the fact is, if they're truly have animosity towards each other, are they not gonna just try to take each other out? I gotta agree with Larry. I mean, come on. No. The whole... Yo, it's like, it's nah, so cat, nah, No, no, the, the difference the is you're, thing, no, like, you're switching what you said. This is my problem with it. No, there's no you switching. You said Rocks made Whitebeard, Shiki, Big Mom, and Kaido bend the knee. This does not say that. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. I always it disagree doesn't. with that, though. I always disagree with that. It doesn't. I never thought that. But, but, That's they, what but, I'm but they still follow him. Follow the strong word. They, no, hold on, but they still follow him. Oh, man. So Rocks was like, yo, I'm going to go get my treasure back. And what they do? They hopped on a ship with him, right? They said, okay. But now that, but look, it says we have to be certain about certain things, etc. They can get here for whatever reason they want. Bro, you can have whatever reason you want to have. But at the end of the day, if I go, yo, I'm going here mm-hmm. and you're following me because of it and you want to make your own agenda, it's cool. But at the end of the day, it's my ship. <sighs> you you give him, that's, that's, that one, that's that one little iota you go over, bro. Yeah, sure. But all right. Yo, Matt, in volume three of Roll to Laptail, do you remember what they named Rocks? They named him the greatest foe of Roger, the greatest adversary. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I don't think, like, Buggy's not giving that title to anybody. Like, nobody's naming him the greatest foe of Luffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, maybe he'll get Pirate King and <laughs> Isaac Media. Like, it's, if Buggy gets Pirate King, it's because of... Like, bro, come on. This is not even... A, like, why is this a conversation? Thank you. <laughs> got a buggy character. I, I just think that it, it, it goes so far for people to want to dive into One Piece madness that they want to believe because their characters that they've supported forever have never became anything in the show. <laughs> but instead, they became disappointments continuously. They hope that some of the greatest figures in the show are disappointments. Aren't you an ace That's fan? how they get that type. Yo, I'm an ace fan, but I'm not disappointed. He followed what he wanted to do. He wasn't oh, Garp. Man. He didn't Weren't not do anything. Fan? I was Garby. I'm disappointed by Garp, but that's okay. I'm a lot, but I know when when ball is ball. I know game when I see it, bro. Listen, bro. I've never said that Garp was out of here, out here doing things that Roger was able to do or White Bear was able to do. I just said it was possible. Yeah, Sebastian. It's still possible. Sebastian's like, yo, I least, don't think Sebastian's it is. like, at least there's one percent you have listen. to reconsider. Like, no, bro, shut up, bro. Listen, no, bro. Yo, I'm so tired of people with this yeah, rock tape, bro. Seriously. <laughs> I'm so tired of it, bro. So, and yeah, people saying that you're discrediting the characters themselves. You're but discrediting White You're discrediting crazy. Big Mom. You're it's discrediting crazy. Kaido and all that. He'll discredit rocks, but he'll support Marco. Marco is a bum. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, man. Oh, Thank you. Man. I want to say all that, bro. I want to say all that. It's out of the way, all right? Yo, I'm getting heated, bro. My bad. literally 
zero damage. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, man. It does nothing. It's oh there just to, God, like, throw some bro. flames at people. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And Sebastian was like, yo, give him time. We gave him time. Listen. A second Mark, chance. Marco was a bit of a flop. But it happens. It happens, man. Anyway, let's uh, read some super chats and then we'll keep going. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Fondos, he ain't dominating the crew the way y'all said he was. Anyway, we got another two from Aaron Yeager. It says, I know Robin isn't born, but in the present, uh, in Egghead. Um, yeah, I mean, she gonna do something, bro. We got another two She's from God. <laughs> it says, what? why did Lidlin give Kylo that fruit? Love you, boys. Um... She wanted something longer, bro. Come on, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Another two from God. It says, been here since day one. New account will be more active. We might need you to change your name, bro. We got no another word. two from God. It says, my two favorite OP creators, no cap together. Hashtag blessed. Oh. Shout out to, to Matt, man. Yeah, shout out to Matt. Another two from you God. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> another two from Aaron Yeager. It says, crazy to think God Valley was caused by a 12-year-old. Yeah, man. Shout out to Guinea. The real MVP, real she's MVP. 13. of God Valley. Uh, we got another 10 from Conrad Corbel. It says, generations are getting weaker. This, uh, with a question mark, this gen has the world government pooping their diapers. Garp, Sun God, Nika calling him a failure is wild. Wild takes everywhere besides Jinbei being that guy. <laughs> Five shots fired. Mm. We got a, a subscription to Yako status from One True Drew. That is our highest tier of membership. So thank you so much. Enjoy the emojis that come with being a Yako. Another two from Project Iceman. It says Vegapunk probably met Guinea in the future. Hmm. That's too much. That's, a, that's an interesting thing about it. Another five from Conrad Corbel. It says the hidden treasure was LimeWire or whatever the kids are using. <laughs> <laughs> that way they could be the pirates of the internet and not just of the seas. That's great. Matt, you probably too young to know about LimeWire, bro. But it was great. You guys keep talking about things that are just not <laughs> even. <laughs> Listen, LimeWire was the God Valley of the internet, bro. Back in the day. <laughs> We had another five from Chris. It says, why does everyone keep disrespecting people who use hockey and no devil fruit? For example, I know Fex hates Shanks, but the odds are against them. <laughs> Speak for yourself, no, man. I'm just like, no, no, no. Okay, first of all, the hatred of Shanks is like, it's, it's, it's rooted deeply, all right? Basically, he ruins a lot of my videos, okay? <laughs> other thing is, other thing is, is like, when people scale him above Mihawk, I'm just like, bro. Can you not, like, just, mm. what does World's Strongest Swordsman mean? That means anybody who holds a sword, you're a Mihawk victim. That's just how it works. Sure. Okay? Sure. It's just how it works. Mm. I don't yo, care. Yo, Matt. I know King. Yeah, I know. I was going to say King, like, he's not really a swordsman. Yo, Matt, this whole panel right here wholeheartedly disagrees with you. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. But we, we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love how you try to bring the title up. So, Matt, let me ask you a question. Was Whitebeard yeah. the strongest man in the world, uh, Marine Ford? They let him keep it because he's, <laughs> he's an old head, bro. All they right. wanted to let him. They wanted to let him go. Hey, Matt, was uh, was Garp truly the hero of the Marines? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're trying to say is titles don't mean anything. I, I just need to know: was Kaido truly the strongest creature? I feel like, yeah. Oh, the one. Kaido one, I don't know. I yeah. think he genuinely was. I think. So if Emu's, a, was, if Emu's was a creature, 
He's supposed to oh, be. Oh, I mean, so. Yeah, but that's like nobody knows about emu. Oh, nobody knows about emu. I guess we don't know about Mihawk either, then, right? <laughs> so, <I don't... laughs> I'm just Kato saying. Kaido is the strongest creature, and Mihawk is the world's strongest swordsman. Do you think being a swordsman's like a, a specialty type of thing? Like it, it, like like I could fight with a sword, like it's specialty. No, I understand what you're saying by that. Yeah, I've heard that argument before. So mm. my take on it is like. If you're a sword, like if your main attack weapon is a sword, I would consider you a swordsman. Like I understand it's also like a skill. I understand mm. that, but to a certain extent, like what is Shanks? We've never seen Shanks fight with anything but a sword. I mean, I know we. I mean, to be fair, we don't really have a lot of screen time with Shanks, mm-hmm. but like his main attack weapon is gonna be a sword. Let's keep it real. So when people say, and we all know they dueled against each other. And what was that? Like, there was a quote. It was like, yeah, I would settle. Like, Mihawk was like, yeah, I'd settle this with you, but you lost your arm. And then Mihawk, of course, Shanks is like, with his snob remarks, he's like, I can still take you, buddy. And I'm like, <laughs> so you think, no, bro. You think Roger was a swordsman? Yeah. Roger yeah. was a swordsman. So think, Roger's a Mihawk victim? You, you think Roger would lose to Mihawk? Yeah. Oh, oh that's man. crazy. Yeah, well, no, no, because think nah, about it. Nah, 4K, bro. <laughs> 4K, bro. No, I'm a big believer. Clip that. Clip it. Shanks. <laughs> Shanks has surpassed Roger. Mihawk has surpassed mm. Shanks, obviously. So mm. Mihawk is above Roger and Shanks. Mm. That's my belief. Because I think the current generation and the... So you guys had it backwards. At least from what I understood. It's like, you guys said like the older generations and then like it gets weaker. I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking like, we just have the old generation so hyped and we have them on this pedestal because... God Valley, they found the One Piece, Roger found the One Piece. But I actually think that the current and future generations are surpassing, if not already, have surpassed mm. the old generation. That's my belief. Mm. So this is the way you're supposed to look at it, right? <laughs> Swordsmanship is like boxing. Mm. Floyd Mayweather, greatest boxer most likely of all time. But if you went into an MMA fight, how much is boxing really doing to a Conor McGregor? Right? Like, that's how you're supposed to look at it. And from like what we know... Ganu versus Tyson Fury. <laughs> listen, it, it clearly depicts that, yeah, swordsmanship is up there with some of the best pirates. Some of the best pirates use it. But there's no way that Roger's losing to Mihawk. Yeah, man. Just no way. Yeah. There's, a there's, simple, no way there's a simple way to do this, man. This is how we do it on top, man. One's a boxer. One's an MMA fighter. You're going to see it. Matt, yeah. Shanks will punch Mihawk dead in his ish, bro. Right? That's it. I actually want to ask you, what about Rocks? Because Rocks also carries a sword. Well, okay, that's a different story. Rocks is playing. <laughs> so many so 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 situational <laughs> like, things, bro. Why can't listen. it just be, yeah, bro? Hear <laughs> just... me out, though. Mihawk? Oh, listen, my gosh. Zoro, end of series. Who was he supposed to be stronger than? Ryuma, realistically. Because... Ryuma is like Zoro and Joy Boy is Luffy. That's like the, the correlation. I agree. So I if that. Mihawk is supposed to be Zoro's goal, Mihawk has to be at least Ryuma level. Like, and he's got a black blade to prove it. Mm-hmm. Now, where that puts him, like, do we know if Roger was Ryuma level? Like, we don't know that. But I'm going to assume he wasn't. So, so you... I've got to put Mihawk up there. I know I say this so much, but... Did he turn his blade black? Do you know, <laughs> Matt? 
Or did he discover it, Black? Wait, you, you like you think he painted it, don't you? <laughs> I'm not saying he painted it. I didn't say he painted it. I'm just asking you if he turned it black or not. I guess we truly do not know. Oh, okay. But who else would have turned it black? Uh, Ryuma's the only person we know of in the story, right? So you're telling me he turned both Shisui and Yoru black? No, I'm saying that Shisui was turned black by Ryuma. Zoro found it black. He was called the Mar uh, the pirate hunter. Mihawk's name before that was the Marie Hunter. What if he found your rule black and never gave it up? That was a nice black light right that's, here. That's, Damn, you know, you know what? That crazy. was good. That was good. That was a good attempt. Mihawk slammed. I just want to say something, right? Uh, one, they kind of classify what a swordsman is, right? Because Zoro said, right? For him to be considered the world's greatest swordsman or on his path to becoming the world's greatest swordsman, he cannot lose to anyone who calls themselves a swordsman. Exactly. Right? So you got to kind of have that title yourself, that you are a swordsman. And we see Joel's not really facing many people that actually call themselves swordsmen, right? But notice that he said he cannot lose, right? So now we have Mihawk who's been in the game for a while. Right, and he's hunter marines and stuff like that, and the marines or the world government probably gave him this title, but we could think about it simply, from the time that Mihawk started being a swordsman, right until now, he has not lost in against people who call themselves swordsmen. And if he was hunting marines, a lot of them could be just marines, right? The reason I bring this up is because he drew with Shanks. He didn't beat Shanks mm. at all. Ain't right. even beat him. Preach. He with the sword. Yeah. Preach. With the sword. Ain't even, ain't even so with that. that. So now you think about it. If he, if he even he has that title beforehand, this thing one again, if you have a title and you draw with someone, do you lose that title? No, because you drew. You keep the title. Right? But this is also when they, they fought when they were young. Right? And then for them to fight again, he doesn't want to fight Shanks anymore because Shanks lost his arm. But also, too, we think about it now, Right? What we've seen more of, like, uh, we know that what runs the show is hockey. What we see what Shanks is hockey feats doing, yeah, we haven't seen it from Mihawk yet, but from right now, it's not showing that we might even see it from Mihawk, right? I do believe Mihawk blackened his blade because of the way he explained it to Zoro, right? But either way, from what I'm seeing with Shanks-wise, is that Shanks is a conqueror, and his conqueror is probably one of the top in the game. That Mihawk's not really showing that because, again, even if you put it in any Conqueror situation, I don't see them doing what Mihawk does with the whole buggy situation and, like, kind of, like, uh, avoiding certain things. Like, Mihawk says he's not trying to fight these people. Right? Listen, man. Well, Lawrence yeah. is trying to say in a long form that Mihawk had... 13 times to cut Luffy and only cut him three <laughs> that's times. Not what I I, he jumped not on what I all, he, jumped, he put all four limbs on one sword oh, in man. order to cut and missed, all right? Try. We, have, we, have, <laughs> we was He was trying. He couldn't even cut Joseph, bro. Are we done, bro. Let's continue oh, the chapter. Uh, no, I got a good argument for that, bro. Listen, we Come gotta get now. back we, into we, the chapter, bro. We gotta get into the chapter, We man. got Roger panels. Y'all are about <laughs> All I gotta say is a true swordsman only cuts what he wants to be cut, okay? Oh, That's it. Oh, never so mind. I guess he chose not to cut Luffy. Pre-time pre skip. <laughs> well, you cut him, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the Josie one. <laughs> All right. The Rocks Pirates... Uh, no, I already read that one. My bad. We... No, no, no. Wait, did I mess up? No, oh, no, no. I'm on the right one. 
The Rocks Pirates land on God Valley. Celestial Dragons are upset with their interference. Everyone's unclear on how this information got out. The Roger Pirates also arrive. Roger says it's been a whole year. Do they know how he's felt all this time? Garling tells them to pull back and the sailors, uh, and to have them guard the Celestial Dragons. The Holy Knights will handle this. Citizens don't know what's happening. Some Navy believe since it's Rocks and Roger, it's too much for them. Then Garp arrives asking where Roger is. Kuma and Ivanka find, find both fruits Guinea mentioned, and out of nowhere, Big Mom takes the dragon fruit from Ivanka. He tells Kuma to eat his fruit, and that will be them winning. So he does. Saturn then appears and snipes Kuma. Uh, Saturn realizes he's the Buccaneer boy. He tells them due to history, his only options were slavery or his passing. So Kuma acts as if he's important. It doesn't make sense that he's born important, and there's no reason to be born a slave. If his power lets him help people, like Nika, then he'll do everything he can. Saturn replies, that's why you people will vanish for good. Then we leave God Valley, hearing rocks uh, say, wait, and out of the way, Roger. That's it for the God Valley flashback. What did you guys think? And we'll start with um, Matt. Yeah, so first thing I want to get out of the way is, okay, I want you to look at that panel with Figureland Garling, all right, and then the other God Knight. And what is that in the back? Are those two God Knights standing back there, or is that like a goat? I think, it, I think it's somebody with a ram helmet. It could just be a ram head or skull, but I think yeah. it's somebody who has like a ram like helmet on. And I like was very head. confused by yeah. that, but I couldn't tell if it was like two different people, like, and it looked like a head shape, or I don't know. Either way, it's not like we're gonna get to know them anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But yeah, the rocks, pirates, Roger Pirates finally arriving. God Knights there. Garp shows up. I mean, this is the chaos we've been waiting for, isn't it? I mean, God Valley is going to finally happen. And then we get blue balled. <laughs> come on, bro. Like, come on. I mean, we see, like, on that last panel, it's like the the, the clash. We made it to that part, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that clash, obviously, we, we see Conqueror's lightning, mm. I'm pretty sure. And then before then, we're seeing Kuma, and he's referencing nika again which is then interesting because i've heard a lot of things like how you know how when nika or not nika kuma first met the straw hats he only he not only knew that luffy was monkey d dragon's son is it possible that he also knew that somehow luffy was joyable like could he just tell because then he also ends up saving them on sabaori sending them all away different areas when he could have just let them die and most people attribute that just to purely the fact Luffy is Monkey D. Dragon's son. Well, what if there's that element that, you know, he knew somehow he's Joy Boy? I mean, we don't know much about the Buccaneer race. Maybe there's like a way to tell. And I think that was very interesting. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Seb? We got I, an hour left, guys. Yeah, I'll try to be as quick as possible with this. Um, Roger was talking about something that's been a whole year don't know what that is I, mm -hmm. I it seemingly was something that went down with rocks um i might have a clue it might be that he went to road star lone star a year that, before that could be what it is yeah. um people were theorizing that i think I, I even put in the discord that rocks beat roger in a davy back fight a year ago and roger hasn't gotten over it <laughs> he's just salty <laughs> about it it's roger's nature to to be mad at something like that and for him to lose a fight 
people were theorizing that like Rox has like uh, the luck luck fruit, and that like he's oh able God. to come out on top of stuff. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Rayleigh's saying this is gonna be a wild one. Rayleigh's absolutely right. This is like the the peak of the pirate game right here, and we just fight them. <laughs> just us. I liked uh, Gabon's little you know, no special privileges for the captain Roger. I thought that was funny. Shout out to Sunbell because I sh- I'll shout him out out here before before I miss him. And you try to say I'm racist for that. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Top four of the, the Roger Pirates, just like the top four of the Straw Hat Pirates. I like Garb coming in. Top three. Top four of the Roger Pirates. Um, I like Garb coming in. You know, you know what I mean? Where's, where's Roger? Them just coming in hot. My boy Bogart in there. You know, it's been it's been a hard it's been a hard journey, bro. It's been a long least journey. He's here. He here. You know, at least he's here. here. I don't know who he's fighting, bro. I, I don't don't even ask me, bro. Big Mom swooping in and attacking Kuma and, and uh, Ivankov was funny to me because again, why is she so why is she targeting these Delfruits so much yeah. when she already has one and she's clearly like proficient with it already? Yeah. Um, Kuma running away and eating like I thought that was dope. Like him telling him to, to just run. Ivankov saying like, oh, eat it and we can win. And then Saturn, yeah, this is this is why this is why I hate Celestial Dragons, right? Like, or just this, these people. You got literally Big Mom here, right there. Yeah. <laughs> One of the strongest. Yo, you want to do something about? Pop? I thought the same thing. Yo, now nah, let me attack this little little kid because he eating a fruit and he a buccaneer. Bro, you got a real up <laughs> right here. Hey, I did like this interaction though. The speech with the whole. You know, are you are you someone important? I don't understand how somebody can be born important and somebody can be born a slave. I don't understand. Like, he can't understand those words. And then him saying, if I'm going to have this power, whatever it gives me, I want to use it to be like Nika. And, like, you can see Saturn gets so upset at that. And we spoke earlier about, or, or in, like, the discussions a week ago, about what it means to be a Buccaneer and what they could be. And Larry had the, the great theory about they could be the first um, the first pirates. Now, in this, it seems, at least in part of it, why they're so hated and why they needed to be wiped out is because they have knowledge of Nika and it's been passed down to generations and generations, and they want to eradicate even the thought process of Nika. So it's like, that's why you need to be punished. That's why your people need to be banished for good. So um, as far as the little Rocks and, and Roger thing, there's definitely a Conqueror's Coding clash in there somewhere. Whoever's scrapping is scrapping. Wade Rocks, out of my way, Roger. I just, I know a lot of people are going to be disappointed. I know Texer was, uh, I know I was, at him skipping out on the, the real juicy part of God Valley. So long as we get it sometime in the future. We better. I won't be, If we never get it, I'll be upset. Yeah. So long as we get it, I do think it's important that, like, the flashback we're getting now does focus on Kuma, considering where we're at in Egghead. That just makes narrative sense with, like, the plot of the story. I was trying to see more of God Valley, though. Just, mm-hmm. just a little bit more, man. Just a little bit more. But as long as we get it, I'll be all right. That's it for me. All right. Lano? <clears throat> so I was crazy, super hyped to see, to get confirmation of the Roger Pirates actually being here. Because some people, you know, we all kind of thought, like, the silhouette the first time we saw it, it was just Roger and Garp. And so I'm thinking of, why right, if the Roger Pirates are actually really here, why wouldn't they be in the silhouette? But I'm so glad to see them here and they participate because we always thought, why would Roger be alone? Like, it didn't make sense to us. I got more hyped when I saw my band Bogart here. Like, 
Getting confirmation, I know Larry talked about Bogart had to be here. We didn't know, but this is another confirmation that Bogart was here and he fought in a crazy, massive, big battle. Again, I like the whole how many players we have and, and what happened. Like, we just want to know what happened. I know everybody got upset with not seeing rocks. And again, mm-hmm. I um and I and I go into um a while back when we had um the reverie, that's one of my predictions that we're gonna get a God Valley flashback this year and we actually see rocks. I was partially right that we did get it, but I did thought of two things that this flashback is focused on Kuma, not rocks. But this also started to remind me of Oda did something similar. I mean, yeah, Oda did something similar. Who do we think of with the flashbacks? Odin. He did like he came up showing silhouettes and certain flashbacks of Odin, and never showed Odin until later on, until a more main point part during the story. Then we actually got more of Odin's actually. Fuller flashback, like him as a young child and a little, a little bit more. We got everything from Odin, yeah. Not everything, but good, a good portion. Because we didn't see him so, see him with Whitebeard fully, and we didn't see him share with Roger, yeah, fully. But we got a good portion. And I'm thinking, I think he's doing the same thing with Rocks. That we came up thinking we're gonna see Rocks at a God Valley flashback. We actually might get Rocks more of his backstory, more of him as a child coming up a little bit, possibly. Hey, and we might, we might even get a little bit of Whitebeard even. Um, Roger, which we never saw Roger as a kid or Raven as a kid, some type of flashback with them possibly involved too with Rock, with Rock, with um, Rocks. That's what I'm thinking of because he's doing something similar with Odin, and the fact that he did, he gave us a little more than we thought with Odin. I think since Rocks is such a big character overall, Roger's rival, um, captain the biggest pirate crew, and such a big event and such a big impact in his era, we're definitely going to get probably more from just. Like, Order saving his flashback for something even bigger. It's not just going to be God Valley incident. I think it's going to be a little bit of his backstory leading up to the God Valley incident. I, that's what I'm thinking of. And hopefully we do get him this year, but we may get him this year. But, again, I was, I'm kind of salty again. I didn't want to see it, but I think that's Order's going to a bigger picture. We definitely not getting it this year. Yeah? It's October. It's about to be October. <laughs> we definitely yeah. not getting it this year. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> I'm I mean, it's, it you breaks. never know. You never know. <laughs> nah, bro. But... Well, I, thought, I thought it was um, cool. I always, and you know, also I always bring up, like, I want to bring up a little bit. Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. I just thought, you know, imagine if Walker was eating dragon fruit. Cause that was oh, killing. my goodness. I was like, because he was about to eat it, but we know he didn't eat it. Like, he's flying in the sky. He goes, yeah! <laughs> 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 they got uh, memes of it already. Just say yeehaw. Terrorizing people. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, what is that? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that would be traumatizing. Loki, <laughs> she'd be less scary. Yeah. Because he's just changing your gender. That's scarier. <laughs> nah. You know how our, you know how like uh, pit bulls have this huge head. And if I, it looked like that on a dragon. Like this huge head on a dragon. Like why is the head bigger than the dragon? <laughs> hey man, you're lying, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm done. I'm good. Uh, yeah. So honestly, it's crazy to me how we see Roger with this straw hat, and he's 39 now. And later on, obviously, he gets Shanks, but he doesn't give the Shanks, like, obviously, to Shanks not when he was a baby, for a good year. So, like, Roger probably sails for, for to good about, like, what, age of, like, 45, 46 years old with this straw hat. And then like, later on, you see Shanks, who you know was part of uh, this um, Roger's crew, carrying that straw hat. And now you see Luffy with it. And none of, y- none of them make this connection? <laughs> to me, I thought that's crazy. None of them make this connection that, all right, watch out for this kid because... Uh, he was encouraged by Shanks or whatever, but he has the same hat that Roger had. 
and he's doing similar stuff that Roger's doing. Like, they, none of them make that connection. It's just crazy to me. I just wanted to bring that up because we see Roger not wearing the captain's hat, but he's wearing the straw hat, but yeah. they don't make that connection. Like, no one at all. Like, this kid, is, and he even has it as his Jolly Roger, <laughs> like, you know, like Luffy. But I thought that was funny. And uh, you guys touched upon a lot of things I was going to touch up on. But here, I wanted to go back into what I was talking about before. It looks like Saturn did that I think that we see him doing now. Look like he did the same thing to Kuma. Because I looked to see if he punched him, but now he's still holding the staff. So it looks like he's able to do that I think. So it's not like he doesn't need to be in his form or whatever to do it. He could do it kind of like base. So, um, and again, why Big Mom is going after these truths. But I want to go into here, like, the, the conversation with... Um, with Kuma and Saturn is why it led me to believe or the goal of the world government is that they want to enslave the world, right? Is because right here and then goes into what he says, like this is why you people are going to be wiped out. But also too, it makes me think of like the other eyes, what they do. If bigger threats, like we saw them attack, you know, not saw them, I'm sorry, but we heard that they attacked the ancient kingdom, right? But we also see here that they kind of did it for resources for um, God Valley, right? So it made me think of, did they take resources from the ancient kingdom that they're hiding for themselves, right? So we see like here, uh, what they're doing is like, um, right, they single out because now they're racing islands. But this is obviously not the, they've done this kind of, this is kind of like their ML, right? God Valley, they raced island. The ancient kingdom, they raised the island, but they kind of seem that they're coming away with something. So they make an excuse to kind of go to these islands, oh, this war or whatever, from the ancient kingdom, and then now they're making an excuse, oh, we're doing this hunt thing. And then they take what they want, and then they kind of erase it from history. So it makes you think of what other islands have they done that to, right? The only problem we've seen that they just erased was Louisa, but they didn't really have, they didn't take their research. They kind of just wiped it out because they're testing out something. But it shows here that they this is a common thing that they've been doing for a while now. They'll go to, because how many times they we seen them before? Because it wasn't just... Um, you know, God Valley or the Ancient Kingdom, but they've erased other places or they've attacked other people wanting something from them, you know? So it just shows right here again, and then it made me think of, like, the Buccaneers, right? And it made me think of, like, for example, you think of Nika, and a lot of what Nika, oh, Luffy's using with Nika is him going big, right? Making, like, there's a giant form of, of Luffy like, in Nika form, and he makes his thing, his uh, his limbs Big, kind of like giants. And you think of the Buccaneers have, like, all right, giants of blood in them. So when you think of, all right, the, uh, why the crime they committed. So there's, a, I think there's a link with that, with how Nika kind of uses the big size they able to do with, the, with the, the rubber or whatever he is, with the lineage of the Buccaneers and why they, um, they view them as you want to wipe them all out. I'm not saying that Nika is a Buccaneer, but I kind of feel like there's some type of link. Because also, too, again, like going by Matt, what you were saying, this, this, this thing, I, I said it before, is that why were the Buccaneers able to hear the drums? Like, they know the beat of it. Maybe I, Hearing it, because we, we haven't seen them hear it, but they know the beat of when uh, Luffy goes in Gear 5, that that beat, where we saw even Momo, who's able to hear it, who has the voice of all sing, not able to hear it, and no one else really hear it. The only person we heard hear it was Zonisha. Right, but yet the Buccaneers know the rhythm of it, you know. So I think there's a link between them and why he's able, why Nick is able to change this the, his size into like a giant when they have giant's blood. Yeah, yeah, man. I ain't got much to say. I'm just glad finally 
that it has been proven <laughs> that it wasn't just Garp and Roger who defeated the Rocks Pirates. <laughs> I'm was, so sick of people, wild. bro. Like, it's one of my pet peeves when, like, people just don't get things and they go, Larry, you got L takes. And then I'm like, yeah, well, you don't, obviously don't understand the story, right? <laughs> like, Roger and Garp could not have just taken out the yeah. Rocks Pirates the way they are. Rayleigh was there. Gabon was there. Roger, I mean, Garp brought Bogart. He brought the whole squad. Sunbelt was there. You know, and, you know, all these guys had to take them out. And plus, there was Garling. There was the Holy Knights that were there. This is what was needed in order to defeat a pirate crew like Roxas. That's really, at the end of the day, what it was. There was joined forces, for sure, with people that didn't want to join forces, and they needed to because Rox and crew was there. If y'all couldn't figure that out hundreds of chapters ago, I don't know what to tell y'all, bro. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe you should listen to me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that that one masked guy that's in the Holy Knights might be a CP agent that just climbed the ranks to a point where, like, Lucci might have been able to reach. Mm. If, you know, you, you it's always been considered, can you become a Gorosei member? Like, is it just possible to become one? Mm-hmm. We don't know, but it's possible that you could probably rank up or like dive further into promotions. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but those are the only people we've ever known that wear masks. I'm surprised nobody brought it up. I was gonna save it for later, but yo, Garp. I mean, Roger looked like Ace. He reminds me of Shanks more. He reminds me of Shanks. Yeah, yeah no, I, I see That's Ace, Ace here, bro. I see Ace. Ace. Yeah, I mean, they both, all of them look alike, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, but Kuma was speaking facts, bro. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we, we, we have to go through this uh, final question. All right, so give me a second. All right, so we head to Sorbet Kingdom. Within the South Blue, Avonkov says the only story out of God Valley is Garp's heroics, nothing else. That that Morgan's writer is such a hack. They don't know what happened on the island after they left. Kuma's praying in a church and saying he could have saved more people. Avonkov says, chill, bro. You saved like 500 lives. Guinea starts crying while saying she's grateful. Ivankov saying Kuma it now has the hands of liberation. Yeah, he'd be catching, people want to catch those hands. Ivankov <laughs> uh, says Kuma's family ran a church and explains so much about him. Ivankov is setting out to sea and Guinea decides to stay with Kuma. Guinea says she's four years older and will take care of Kuma after waving goodbye to Ivankov. Kids start bullying Kuma and Guinea beats them up. Kuma goes to heal them with his powers and the kids become fans of Kuma. Guinea and Kuma eat food at a table, and Guinea finishes before him. So Kuma offers his plate, and she eats it too. Guinea stares out the window and asks Kuma when he became a slave. He says at the age of four. She yells out to me too, and she says, I'm so full, Kuma. I'm so full. Then turns around and is bawling from happiness. Kuma's immediately, uh, Kuma immediately starts bawling too, telling her not to cry, and they live in their happiness. Tell me how you guys felt about reading the ending of this chapter. And we only got 15 minutes left. Law. Honestly, I liked it a lot. Finally, they escaped from this and uh, showing like how much, you know, they were going through. But just being full is a satisfaction for them. You know, they've being slaves, they weren't able to eat to satisfaction or being full. So it's a new experience for them. This is definitely 100%, I think, uh, Bonnie's mom. Like, she got her eating habits from, inherited from, um, from her mom, because you're seeing how much she's. I think one translation too. It doesn't say here. He legit calls her a glutton, right? So it made me think. Yeah, obviously, Bonnie's mom here, and this living happenings, and also too. I think is they're, they're showing us something here by calling what Ivankov said about Kuma's palms. You have the hands or palms of liberation, right? Because you think like he could kind of do a lot with it. He could send people free by sending them away, but also he could send he could free people from pain. 
because he could pop that right out of them. He could pee from sadness because he could kind of pop that right out of them. So this, I wonder what's more about this ability because why was it in the um, the chest? We got hopefully we get the backgrounds of the abilities, out, but I'm not gonna take too much time. But yeah. All right, Sam. Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to take too much time with this either. Uh, Kuma praying is, is a nice callback to him having the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, he's always had that Bible with him. Apparently, they ran a church. They're very religious. Um, I know that his motif or even his um, the walking Buddha statue that he's based off of uh, as a child. I, I like the, the callback to that in this. Um, the Hands of Liberation was fire. Uh, I think that's just a dope title. Like That's a dope yeah. like name for... Like, I hope he has an attack called that. Um Ivankov leaving and saying and Kuma saying, for as long as I live, I'll never forget your face was interesting because yeah. I don't know if y'all remember how mad Ivankov got yeah. that Kuma he could not remember his face yeah. at Marine Ford. Like, yo, how could you not remember me? Because obviously they went through this ordeal together and then they become revolutionary army members and mm-hmm, elites exactly. together. So they have a long history. But I thought that was a nice callback to that. Like, yo, how could you not remember my face? Yeah. Um, the two kids that are throwing the stuff at Kuma and... Uh, that Guinea ends up beating up. I'm pretty sure they become members of Bonnie's crew. Yeah, they look like the two people that are that are on her crew that are like looking after her a little bit. Um, I I full wholeheartedly hmm. believe that Guinea is uh, her mom. Yeah. Is Bonnie's mom as well? Mm-hmm. And it just you know for them to start as negative as it was with this flashback of Kuma's life, for it to get to this small period of peace because obviously more is gonna happen to him. But this small period of peace is dope. I also thought it was weird. I thought the, the him saying that he became a slave at four. I thought I thought he was as soon as he was out of the hospital. I thought it kind of went down. Yeah. I guess they had a, a little three four year gap where he yeah. was a, a an actual regular child. So. He was kind of grown when he finally came. I thought he was big, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought oh, he was oh, like he was just that big. I thought he was big, bro. Yeah, big. I, I mean, Giants, but maybe. Yeah, I, I thought he something. was big, but that, that's it for me. Yeah, Lionel. Um, I'm gonna be really quick. Uh, it was a really touching moment seeing Koma. Nikki said this happy, honestly, knowing this tragic story, but it also makes me of how much different Kuma is when he's a child until now. Like, because Bonnie remembers Kuma being a happy, smiling person, but when we see, when we first saw Kuma fill a bark, and from now on, he never smiles. We don't see this expression, happiness, mm. on his face at all, and that's even before his, final, his mind's fully wiped. So just like, and plus, he's known as the tyrant. And this here, he's I not even... propaganda, though. Like, true, but he's showing the tyrant. It's, an, it's another fake title. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I definitely believe it was a fake title, but I'm going by his personality. I'm <laughs> going by his personality. Like, yeah. he, he could beat up these kids, but he's letting them, these kids beat him up, then he healed them. Yeah. The, you see that, but he's doing this to Zolo. So it's just like, there's a big difference between how Kuma is, especially with Bonnie him being the king of this kingdom, to how he is as a Shichibukai. And it's just like, and this adds more to like, yo, what happened to you, Kuma? Like, we already know you have a bad backstory and you got happiness with your wife and your kids, but what changed your personality so much so now you don't smile, you're serious, and you're more like, your title is probably fake, but you're showing more tyrant act attitude and personality-wise. So just like, yo, like, and you just got to feel for Kuma. Like he, like, he might have the worst life and backstory of all time in One Piece. I don't think we're there yet, but we're getting there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt, your turn, bro. Yeah. It's nice to see Kuma's arc finally somewhat in a positive light, but we, as we all know, I mean, come on, he's going to end up becoming known as a tyrant, even though, yes, it is a fake title. And <laughs> we know his life is definitely not going to end up as well as it is right now. The one thing I will say, I actually don't think Ginny or Ginny 
is Bonnie's mom. I think that Bonnie is a clone of Ginny mm. and Ginny is actually Luffy's mom. So, because let's like, like let's be real, Kuma does not have Riz, okay? he's rinsed her up several times in this chat. Oh, no, come on, bro. What you mean? I have Riz, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. And what happened is Monkey D Dragon was like somehow introduced to both Kuma and Jenny when they're older, obviously. And um, Dragon and Jenny had Luffy. Bonnie was cloned from Jenny, and Kuma and Jenny ended up dying. Probably somewhere within the lines. And that's why probably another reason why Dragon hates the Celestial Dragon so much is because Ginny was a slave. Kuma is, I mean, most of his revolutionary army was former slaves. So I think this actually has a, I think Ginny is possibly Luffy's mom. That's the biggest takeaway from this. Ah, I just, I just don't like that. I, I, I've seen like Ginny is, um, is, uh, is actually Bonnie with her memories removed from Kuma. I've seen that. Wow. I might vibe with that more. But overall, I don't know about the, the Luffy's mom. I don't, don't want to see Luffy's mom, bro. I don't. <laughs> I'm good on that. She well, and the cloning thing kind of makes sense, though. It's not cloning like... everybody, Matt. <laughs> we got enough clothes, man. No, but like the Bonnie thing, Bonnie being cloned makes sense. Just like Momonosuke, how he's a pink dragon. And like Vegapunk was like, oh, that's a failure. Like what if Bonnie's just a failed clone of Ginny because it's a it's a failure because her hair is pink. It's possible. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Larry>. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so I mean it was cool. End of the chapter was nice. Um, it's interesting that um Kuma's family happens to be uh people of the church, uh religious people. Uh, specifically um just because i don't know maybe it translates to the buccaneer people maybe they were a religious people maybe they supported maybe they thought like their god was nika and they uh you know how devil fruits uh devil fruits themselves happen to be created from belief so maybe the buccaneer people kept a belief of nika alive or the rumors of nika and you know, made sure that he never truly disappeared because if the thought process or belief of him did disappear, then the devil fruit probably disappears. I don't know, maybe something like that, but other than did that... Did they create Nika? They could have, yeah. That's actually it. The Buccaneers created Nika, and that's their, their sin that they... That Might have been. That actually makes sense. Um, but I think overall, the chapter was phenomenal. Uh, the ending was very nice, and I really wonder uh, how much... Abankov created the Freedom Fighters. <laughs> oh he was the first one to set sail and had these grand ideals and clearly was a great leader. So it was nice to watch, but I really enjoyed the ending. And I hope we continue to see something from Kuma that just makes us fall even deeper into his character that makes us love him. Yo, Kuma got Riz, bro. Kuma got Riz, though. That, he wildin'. He wildin', bro. Yeah. That's worse than your Mihawk glaze, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Kuma does not have so, guys, before we get into phone calls, this is what we're going to do. We're going to read off as many super chats as we can. A sponsor, too. First, we're going to go to sponsorship. <laughs> so, sponsorship, then we'll get into as many super chats as we can, and then we're going to take phone calls. So, make sure you stay 
for that. And please like the video uh, if you haven't already. Marv, if you can. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe having difficulty sleeping, struggling with a relationship, or suffering from low self-esteem? Listen, I've been there. We have been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained and here to help you out. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire and it's as simple as that, guys, to help with your specific needs and then get you matched with a therapist under 48 hours. After that, you schedule a secure video or phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is confidential. We signed up for different reasons, and to be honest, it's legit. It helped us out a ton. You can request a different therapist at any point with no additional charge anytime. Join the two plus million people who took charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. This offer goes out to all our That One Piece Talk Nakama. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com T-O-P-T. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. That was mad funny. <laughs> uh, oh, I was so like, I could hear like both things going on. I cannot even compute what was happening. <laughs> I only got that one message. And, yeah. yeah. Mar- Marv was like, he can't hear us. So Sebastian was like, bet. <laughs> I won't get into what I said, but uh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we got two from Chris. It says, and no hate, but I know you, Larry, also diss Mihawk. Oh, yeah, you be dissing Mihawk sometimes, yeah. bro. Yeah. We got another two from Yonosuke. It says, you know how I feel about bum beard, don't even, Larry. I, I'm hoping it's black beard with Yonosuke with yeah. that. Another two from Dead Kirby 22 It says, really wish Bullet can't. Would be canon, he'd wash Blackbeard, hashtag fraud. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be an interesting fight. We got another two from Jonathan Owen. It says, thanks for making the drive to work bearable. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words. All right, we got another eight-month membership to Yonko status from our guy Joy Boy Mark. It's been a minute, but Mark. It says, yo, guys, hope everyone is doing well. And I had a realization that some of the kids that Mother Caramel sold to the world government might be Holy Knights. Be true, so. uh, maybe yeah. I feel like you gotta be a, yeah, a, so a celestial for that. Yeah. No, they they're not inviting people into their stuff. We got a membership to Nakama status from D. Enjoy the emojis that come thank with being you, a Nakama. You. Another two from JD McFly it says, "Y'all think Gloriosa could be Yamato's mom?" I think no. Probably Yamato's. Yeah, she could be. We got five from Glossy. It says, "Y'all should start making a best moments episode at the end of the year because I'd be clacking at work." <laughs> Um, oh, cackling at work. Love what y'all do. Hearts. Hashtag Larry looking crispy. Hashtag emu gang. Emu gang is a wild hashtag. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's a wild hashtag. Is it you condone? We got another two from Jared Pettit. It says, Larry, quit hiding that big old don't. Hashtag best podcast. Yo, Matt, you laughed a little too hard. (laughs) You know what's funny is I only recently like realized you were bald, bro. (laughs) (laughs) 
We got another yeah. two from Tamar Thomas. It says rocks equals buggy. That's like saying Rayleigh equals Marco. <laughs> we got another two from Project Iceman. It says if rocks has a buggy like nose, I swear. Ah, oh, man. I wouldn't want that. We got another thir- 14 from Josh Oldford. It says, yo, what's good, boys? Been listening on Spotify for a minute now. Fortunately, can't stay. I'm at work. In my opinion, young Gloriosa kind of looks like Yamato. Hashtag Spotify gang. Hashtag Larry has the best takes. <laughs> Shout out to our Spotify listeners. And that was his yes. first super chat. Yes, so thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Another tw- uh, two from Kirby22. It says, who would you take in a fight, Mihawk or Fujitora? Mihawk. I got Mihawk in that yeah, as well. Me too. That yeah. was just disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I got Mihawk. We got another five from Simon. It's his theory. The original four Yonko were Whitebeard, Big Mom, Kaido, and Shiki after Zebek's crew split up. Shanks beat Shiki to become a Yonko. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, maybe. I would like it. Another two from Jarhead Devil Dog. It says, Roger Gang. <laughs> Shout out to Jarhead. <laughs> He's a huge Roger uh, fan. It says... Uh, another five from Terrence Matthews. Matt, you how Matt, you how there's special paramecia and ancient and mythical zones. What do you think of cosmic logias? Uh, I'm gonna try to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that comes up I on think, our podcast. So he's asking it. about cosmic logia. I'm I've actually I've heard a theory on it, and it's basically like there's a cosmic cosmic fruit. It's like a star fruit, basically, and like you can control like celestial bodies but i don't really know how that would relate like there's just too much already going on to bring in like that element i don't think i don't think it's real mm, okay yeah right. got another five from terrence matthews larry's biggest op it says sabo's fighting style is dragon claw fist larry g i wonder who taught him that <laughs> yo lawrence i'm gonna name this punch sebastian and i'm gonna hit you with it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We got another five from JT. It says, Seb, if I give you the ride ride fruit, how far are you going in the new world? Hot take, but you're clearing. Ah. That's one pause. <laughs> super pause. Super pause. I feel like that fruit not getting me many places, man, honestly. We got another 13-month membership to Yonko status from our guy, Strahd the Mod. It says, I got five on it being Kaido so she can be Ybro's mom, but the smart bet is rocks. Uh, probably in... Relation to Gloriosa's love interest. Yeah. We got another two from Zai. It says people forgetting be for ah people really be forgetting that Jack is a fishman. Yeah, he is. Uh, we got another ten from James Hudson. A uh, ten gifted memberships from James. Thank you so Thank much, you. Pig. W's in the chat for Pig. We got another fifteen month membership to Yonko status from Pig. It says much love, y'all. Hashtag Larry has bad takes. Hashtag Sims for Seb. Hashtag Lionel isn't real. And hashtag Law has a cult. <laughs> I wonder if he has that copied. There's no way he's typing that out every time. Like, yeah, he has to copy and paste that. We got another five from Penny. It's just a bunch of magnifying glasses. <laughs> thank you, Penny. Thank you. We got another two from James. It says hashtag Buggy Gang. Uh, thank you so much, Pig. We got another 20 from Q-Scale. What up, Q? It says, Big Mom got Fishman Kid, Whitebeard Commander was a Fishman, and Jack a Fishman. Luffy got Jinbei. Shanks is confusing because the fodder is always switching out because currently he has a mink on his crew. Hopefully I can call and say. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know if Shanks is a Fishman. That's why he's not the chosen one. Uh, we got another five from Anth- five month membership to Nakama Sash from Anthony. It says, I mute Larry's rants to imagine what he's ranting about. Damn. <laughs> that was so mean. Take it, just pop it out your mouth. <laughs> so mean. I don't know. <laughs> we 
We got another five from Travis. Is Larry gonna take the beanie off? Gonna take that beanie off and that dome gonna be steaming. <laughs> I think that was earlier when I had you heated about rocks and uh, buggy stuff. Yeah. We got another five from Zion. So I can't believe that Marco hate is so crazy. Bro is gonna turn up soon. Just trust him. Jeez, no. A phoenix gotta uh, die to come back from the ashes. Hashtag L buggy. Uh, you had Sebastian laughing. Oh man, <laughs> Just bro. That you're gonna be disappointed. Marco Stocks is not high, bro. I'll tell you that right now. You're gonna be disappointed. We got another six month membership to Nakama status from Meeks. It says, "Imagine even with Kaido's fruit." Um, I thought we talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, want to. <laughs> <laughs> another five from Medium Rare Chicken. It says, "In your guys' opinion, how strong are the Straw Hats in order from strongest to weakest?" Oh my god. Love you guys' content. Also. Roger uh, Kaido is greater than Roger Garp Shanks and Mihawk. Oh my god. Yeah, we're gonna just not answer your question now. Uh, <laughs> Luffy at the one, Roger. Crazy. I said Roger. Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, Jimbe. Let's know that. Jimbe, Sanji. But keep Whatever. it over. We got another five from Penny. It's more magnifying glasses. I'm just not I feel like we're being spied on. There's yeah. gotta be something in the chat that, that makes this. Um, always be another two from Luffy Length. Pause. It says Roger's greater than Midhawk. Hockey is stronger than the sword twirling. Hockey's stronger than sword twirling. <laughs> um, another 10 from Muhammad Lear. It says, hey guys, T.O.P.T. and Fexer. After reading chapter 1096, I mostly understand the live action portrayal of Garp a little bit more, not going to lie. And if you guys still don't agree with the live action Garp portrayal, that's fine. We got to finish that one day. Sure. I, I actually <laughs> finished it, and I will say, the live action Garp makes a lot more sense after this chapter. It actually, it genuinely does make a lot more sense. Cause like Garp in the live action was like kind of rash. And I mean, he's already rash, but like he was more me than he was mm -hmm. portrayed in the anime and manga. Whereas like we can now kind of see like, he doesn't really care mm -hmm. in this new chapter. He just wants to fight Roger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And find Luffy in the live action. Anyway, another five from Samurai Smack. It says Matt is spitting. So yeah, Sean, you got some fans today, Matt. It's good. We got, <laughs> we got a thousand yen from Eris Chan uh, from, I think it was Kyoto, right? Yeah. Uh, it says, hi, hi. Not sure if this will help. But in Japan, Mihawk is often described as the greatest swordsman or Saikyo no Kenshi, which doesn't mean strength, just the most skilled in a certain Discipline with Ooh. heart emojis. Thank you so much, Eris, for the thousand yen. How, how you feel about that one? That should explain a lot. Actually, it, it, it do for Let's me. Just watch me hot fight. We're just gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna turn have to with Marco. <laughs> Another five from D Tracks ninety six says humans are by definition creatures. Kaido's title is greater and more encompassing than white beards. I think that's a little facetious, personally. Um, but. Yeah. Another two from Project Iceman. It says, we almost got a Zoro Dragon of Vonkov. Imagine that. Would have been dope. No. I don't think it would have been better for... Fruits are supposed to match the person's personality. I don't think they deserve what it works for Vonkov, personally. Uh, another 280 from King SSD. It says, Ray and Bogart together washed Whitebeard at God Valley. Oh, my God. Some of these super That's chats. That's Another two from Maki Jero. It says, what... We greatest of God Valley in a Garling or Saturn flashback? We get the rest of God Valley in a Garling or Saturn flashback. I kind of like Lionel's idea of a Rocks flashback, mm -hmm. personally. Mm -hmm. Another two from JD McFly says, would the giant straw hat and emu has imply that Joy Boy is a buccaneer? Maybe. I think it might be a little big for a buccaneer, even. It was pretty big. 
Um, another <laughs> another five from Aaron Yeager. BDA cooking a theory of Kuma transferring all his pain to St. Saturn as a form of karm, uh, karmic punishment. Thoughts? Kuma truly has endured so much in life. I would, I might like that. Yeah, hmm. So he pops all and just throws it at Eam? All the pain at, not Eam, at um, Saturn. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Kuma for Egghead. Uh, another 10 from Jades. It's uh, Jades? Yeah, Jades. It says... He was onto something if Guinea is Luffy's mom, and that would explain Dragon's will. I'd argue Luffy, Guinea is alive and Dragon, and driving Dragon forward. Ah, I'm just not with the Guinea is Luffy's mom stuff. <laughs> Another five. It's a, it's a bit outlandish. <laughs> Another five from Red Haired Apep. Yo, my first super chat. Been watching for a minute. Love y'all, man. Hashtag Buggy Gang. Hashtag Marv the Menace. Hashtag Sims for Seb. Hashtag Larry has goat takes. Thank you. I appreciate the super chat. <laughs> Another two pa- uh, euros from Mr. Artistic J, but it's been retracted. Don't be wildin'. No spoilers, y'all. Uh, we got another five from Godzoro. Kuma doesn't need Riz. He's the mysterious silent type and 22 feet tall. Fact, <laughs> he has Riz. He has Riz. Another Fair 10 enough. from Penny. Just magnifying glasses with an eye in front. Oh, that's Penny. Oh. oh my god, that's the guy from my stream. Oh, okay. How do you always spam in magnifying glasses, bro? It makes no sense. How did you not get this correlation before, bro? Because I didn't hear the username. I was like, what's this guy spamming magnifying? And I'm like, it just clicked right now. Penny, <laughs> bro, you gotta stop with that. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, we got another two from Scooter Looter. It says, Fexer, you just gonna let the Mihawk slander slide? <laughs> Whatever, bro. We gotta, we, just, we gotta get some Mihawk on panel, you know? The one thing I won't disrespect Sanji lower than Jinbei? That's got to be satire. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know how they feel about it, honestly. Uh, we got another 20 from Kevin G. Jinbei wouldn't have got one shot like that. <laughs> got another 20 <laughs> from Kevin G. It says, got some extra cheese today. Love from the 08902 with the deuces. So are we going to have to search that out now? Oh, Middlesex. Middlesex. Jersey. Jersey. Hey, Jersey gang. I appreciate that. Yo, did you that. miss Peenies? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, we got another two from Penny. It says, it's a magnifying glasses again. It says, oh, I'm looking my. at you, Fexer. <laughs> and then another two. <laughs> another two from Dee Dee. More this, magnifying oh, glasses. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> Who the heck is Penny? <laughs> With what more magnifying ever, glasses. <laughs> But that's all the soups for now. So thank you guys so yes. much for Super Chats. Guys, thank you so much for your Super Chats. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you for all the love you show uh, Matt as well. Yeah. But this is the part of the, the journey where we take phone calls. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to call, be more than likely. Uh, you can do so. More put it in the live chat for YouTube. Also, um, if you want, uh, like the video. Yeah, like the video, guys. Our We're trying to get a thousand likes on this video. Um, make that a consistent thing going forward for all of our live streams. So, like the video if you haven't already. Oh, there we go. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, guys. This is Zach. Take a time calling for you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you for hey, calling, man. Thank you. What's up? Um, so honestly, the past few episodes, yeah, did pretty great. Like, honestly, it kind of made my days where things are pouring right now. So, I do appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate you. I hope everything gets better with you, man. Yeah, um, day by day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, um, I've been looking up a few things and I got some receipts, but not fully receipts. It deals with Bonnie, Shanks, 
and I believe Garland. So very interesting wise. So in chapter five ninety I say five ninety five we got um first um Bonnie basically getting captured by Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Um then afterwards once a kind of comes through, he said, um, I have a cold server run through when I heard your um that you have ran away from the Navy. Now from that end, um, I know a few chapters afterwards, you know, we got the reverie, we got we start seeing Bonnie. Um now chapter nine oh seven, that's when we see Shanks as so um going to the Gorse. Now on that panel, actually throughout the chapter we see like, you know, the big names getting um dashed out like um Basically, all our heavy hitters, they normally will get their um, name if they have a bounty and stuff like that. But Shanks is the only one that doesn't have anything. Um, in the panel with Shanks-wise, we only see half his face, but not the face with his scar. Now, it all depends on if this been um, when Bonnie got captured either before this, um, working with the government, or is after she got captured again. Now, I think uh, with the Gorosei, they was trying to use Bonnie with her fruit and see if they could um, basically um, go into younger state and stay. But they used the Holy Knights as in um, guinea pigs-wise. Um, so ex- um, when Garland um, showed up to – I'm thinking it's Garland that actually showed up to the Gorosei because there's no name speaking, but at the same time as well, I believe the Holy Knights and the Gorosei really don't have like too much of a connection-wise. So I think Bonnie had used her ability on one of the Holy Knights. Then once um, Garland has showed up, um, looking at his face, realizes actually Shanks. So how do you feel about that take? So if, let me get this completely right. You're saying that the person we see talk to the Gorosei actually isn't Shanks. It's a young Garland who's been used that Bonnie has used her devil fruit on. That's what you're saying? Yes, then, yeah, then afterwards, um, basically Bonnie's effect doesn't really last that long, so that's the reason why the government really doesn't need Bonnie anymore. Um, Matt, you want to share thoughts on what you think about that theory? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's not. It's not. It's not clicking for you. It's not clicking. It's not. I. I don't think it's possible. Like, why would she just turn Garling into a younger oh. version of herself? He said I he think, was using him as, as a guinea pig, right? I, mm-hmm. I got something for that. So now Bonnie's agenda was to basically rescue Kuma. Now, um, in order to get information of Kuma, they related to that Vegapunk did this. Now, that's why she was going after Vegapunk. Now, once she actually got the memories of Kuma, now she's going after Saturn. Okay. But then what, what – I don't understand the benefit of turning Garling okay. – oh, I understand. I, I just got it. Okay. I still don't think – I don't think it was Garling turning young. I don't think so. I think it was just Shanks. He's a rat. He's a snitch. We don't know what he was saying. (laughs) All right, we don't know what Shanks was. The hate, bro. (laughs) But honestly, it kind of makes like I know everybody's like when we first saw Shanks at the Gorosei, everybody was like, you know, basically 
Bass Master Sing Sing, we're trying to figure out if it's Blackbeard's talking about, Luffy's talking about. But what if Garland realized, looking at his face, realizes actually um, son is his, well, his son and Shanks and want to know about, let them know that, hey, I want you to know a pirate is actually Shanks. That's my son. In a low key, y'all yeah, know me. I'm very accepting of, of almost any thought process as long as as long as I don't fully like am against it. I, I can see it. I can see it. I don't I don't believe it, but I can see it. But like I'm thinking. But then, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. So do the girls say you know that is Garland? Because their response, since it's you, will hear you out. If it was you know Garling, I don't think they would have responded to him that way. They'd be like, oh, what's up? You know, because. Yeah, because King Goku had a similar response to Shanks the yeah. same way at the Meat Ford War. And that's, why they it, and that's why I was looking up to um, during that whole phrase with the Marine Fort wise. But at the same time as well, Shanks is a Yonko wise. And when it comes down to Yonkos, the government really doesn't officiate with the Yonkos unless they have an order to do so. But because they're um, basically the Yonkos that help kind of keep the power to sense away before they abolish the warlords. I think the timeline might be a little off on this too, man. Ultimately, I mean, Bonnie was here as the Queen Dowager thing or whatever, but like, don't we see Garling basically around the same exact time frame? Oh, I guess the, it's a short period of time that you're young for, right? We don't have, eh? I'll shut up. But Vex, that's a it's a pretty dope theory to me. Honestly, I, I haven't heard anybody with that, so I like seeing new ideas or hearing new ideas. So. Um, yeah, but at the same time, we're looking at Oda. Uh, we won't really see anything until later, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah. No problem. If I get more receipts, I'll call back on it, but it's like <laughs> the short amount I have. I was trying to call last week on it, but if I get any more, I'll make sure I'll call back on it. All right. <laughs> yeah, thank you, appreciate bro. It. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> No problem. Y'all guys be safe out there. It looks like y'all pretty cold out there already. So. <laughs> Just a little bit. Talk to you later, bro. Thank you. And you two be safe out there. No problem. Have a good one. Well done. All right, peace. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Yo, this is Andrew. Andrew, what's up, bro? How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Just got back from school. Nice, man. What's up, up, man? Talk to us. I'm doing good. First of all, I'm going to say I watched last week's episode, uh, Lawrence Wyland, for that that (laughs) sake of the the chest. (laughs) The children in the chest? Yeah, he was wild, bro. Yo, Lawrence is just with his kids, and he's just like, hey, I'll see you you in like three years. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put that on me. It's the Slusher Dragon are sick and twisted, man. It's not me. Mm-hmm. You don't want to put in kids hey, in chess, bro. Hey, you just like you just say like, eh, I'll, I'll, in twenty years I'll see you. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> and also, just one thing I want to say: when y'all are talking about rocks and, and being buggy, you know what's buggy? That's that's Struzan. He acting like he's part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Andrew, yeah. what's your question, so, man? So this is gonna be a. Uh, I think I got a good question. So. I was watching Water Seven with my friend, and we were having this debate regarding the go and marry, and ultimately who was in the right. So, regarding to like the going marry, who do you think was in the right? Usopp, Luffy, or neither? Regarding to how did what are they going to do with the marry? Uh, I'll pass it to Matt again. All right, this one is very simple for me. Okay, 
This is, I want to look at this objectively. The Mary, what is happening to the Mary? It's falling apart, okay? And the real, the reality of the situation is that they're going to need a new ship and they're not even going to make it to the next island. Now, I do understand where Usopp's coming from. It's his girl's ship. It was gifted to him. So he's got attachment to it and all the Straw Hats got attachment to it. But mm-hmm. we know that, I guess the way the Mary, like, was set off and lit and then sunk to the bottom of the ocean. Like that was, that was a good send off. But what I'm, what I'm really getting at is that Luffy was in the right because Usopp was just trying to fix it when it's unfixable. And then Usopp ends up making it a way bigger deal than it actually is. Leaves the straw hats over this issue, fights his own captain, which is very disrespectful. I still got a little bit of animos- animosity towards Usopp for that. And then ends up coming back to him. Because he realizes he's nothing without the crew, which is true. <laughs> and it, I, I'm still mad that Usopp does not have a power-up, by the way. Like, what is he doing shooting around plants? But whatever. That's pretty good. Bro, it's yeah. weird. But <laughs> my take on it is that Luffy was right. Luffy was right? Anybody else? Yeah, I think Luffy was right as well. Uh, I get where Usopp was coming from, but at the end of the day, we're pirates. That's my captain. He made a decision. You got to accept it or leave, and he did. So... Luffy was right. The ship couldn't sail to another island for real. Mm-hmm. Like it sailed to the the Annie's lobby and ended up collapsing on the way back. It couldn't go any further. If they'd have listened to Usopp, what are we talking about? Now, yeah. as far as him making the decision and not consulting Usopp, I guess there's something to say about that. But like again, Luffy's the captain. Yeah. It's my ship. It, it wasn't Usopp's ship. Yeah. Like you know, like end of the day, like it was gifted to Luffy to do with what he wanted to do with it. Usopp wasn't even coming originally. I invited you after. Yeah. I had already gotten the ship, mm-hmm. right? So it's not U- Usopp had no real say, and I know they're friends, and I know that's the dynamic that they had. But like, there's no avenue where it's like, well, Usopp was right to me. Luffy ship, he's the pirate captain of that crew. He made a decision. Should he have consulted Usopp before he made it? Maybe, but I'm the captain. I don't have to do that. So. And I believe also Usopp kind of attached them leaving it to emotional feelings or insecurities he's feeling by himself. Yeah. And and that's where, like, you got to check yourself with that because he felt like, all right, you get rid of, you're just going to get rid of things that are no longer used to you. And he said that, he, and he kind of later on even said that he could picture or since he wasn't strong enough, this was going to happen to him. So right there, because of that, also makes Usopp in the wrong because if you know Luffy, your friend that you're going to, he wouldn't do that to you. Luffy knows how weak you are from the get, but he still advised you to the crew. Because so he attached, he was going to some personal stuff that he attached to Luffy and was um, misplacing it. So I believe Usopp was also part of the wrong, in the wrong because of that. I agree with pretty much everybody's saying. Um, if Morge made a video on it, it's a, he did an excellent job on the video, um, Morge. And pretty much, again, Luffy is in the right. And also, if you even think about it, if, Lu, if Luffy even listened to Usopp, he actually, Luffy already has a habit of doing this, but he's actually putting his crew in danger. You're sailing a ship that's basically going to, I'm like, no longer be useful. And now you're putting yourself, what if you land in the clan belt or they Marines attack them and they can't even escape because Mary can't do what she's supposed to do. So Luffy's actually even protecting his crew because the ship is no longer able to sail. So, like, Usopp is clearly in the wrong. Which way do you think about it? Um, so, and I would say if you have any questions, I'd say watch Morge's video on it. He did an excellent job again on the video of analyzing pretty much what that argument was about. I think they were both wrong. Mm. I think Usopp ultimately felt like 
the going merry was him. He wasn't useful to the crew, except fixing the ship. Once the ship was gone, he didn't have any more use in the crew. That's basically what it was. For a Luffy, he was wrong because he ain't know how to be a captain. He wasn't a true captain the whole time until they got to Water 7. If he was a better captain, if he, you know, you can easily be like, well, I'm captain, so you got to listen to me. Well, there's also mutinies because you might lead your crew to destruction. So ultimately, uh, Zoro had to step in as sub-captain uh, with Nami uh, and tell him how to be one. I think if he was a better captain, that wouldn't have happened. He would have made sure that Usopp felt loved more than just being able to fix the ship. So, how about you, Andrew? What do you think? Yeah, for me, I wasn't, just like everyone said, I was more in the right with regarding Luffy, but I do understand Usopp's perspective. Because thinking back, is that he got beat up like twice. And also, I think it was, what was it called? The, um, the spirit, it was called the Combolter Man. Combolterman. Uh, yeah, Combolterman. Combolterman, yeah. So obviously, he was more personal to the shit and to the going merry. And when they, they were saying, like, yeah, we're going to get a new ship. And I feel like it was, there was like a lack, there was a mis- like lack of communication. And so, like, maybe it's just the way that he, that Luffy portrayed it almost sounded like they didn't even care. I mean, they did care, but they ultimately had to go and decide, like, yeah, we need a better, we need a ship. Like, and then Usopp took it, like, personally, because he went through all, went through this big trouble with the money, and he ultimately, and ultimately he lost it in realizing it would not, it would have not amount to anything. So for him, he took that most personally. And at the end, he he tried to fight back, and he said like, "Hey, we can't do it because he, because he, him and him to go and marry were were connected in some way, especially with in Sir Village when he got it." And so, by I was getting to my point, Luke, I do agree that Luffy was like Luffy was in the right in that situation, but I also understand like Usopp's perspective regarding to regarding to the whole situation. Right. Yeah. Um, well, Andrew. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah. That Thank was a you, good one. Bro. Got me yeah. thinking back to uh, Order 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been like four no weeks. Oh. You've asked banger questions. Yeah. Yeah, also one thing, Thousand Sunny, no dips of going merry. We got a question in the chat. Is Do you guys think the Sunny is going to make it to the to see the rest of the journey? I think it does. I think so, too. Yes, yeah, made from the same wood that yeah. Roger's ship was made from. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's you know, it's built like that. Except Mary, Mary's not built like that. <laughs> yeah, lay off Mary, man. <laughs> Go no, ahead. I love Mary, but she she wasn't built like that. Also, a geek gang. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night, yeah. Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Andrew. Later, bro. Yeah, Marvel. Leave it at that. Uh, how many super chats we got? Just the one. All right, just read that one. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I'm I'm lying. We got one, another one. We got a another two from. I didn't read this one already. From Didi. I don't know. That's why I told you it's to a, like it. It's a bunch of yeah. It's a bunch of uh, magnifying glasses Didi, again. Man. Yeah. Didi. We got another seven month it? membership to Nakama status from Plagon. It says just stopping by to say what's up. So what's up, gang? <laughs> what's up, Play? Uh, we got another ten dollars from Buggy D Dragon. It says. Sup guys, is it just me or have the call-ins felt like something is missing without broker? Hope he's okay. Can't imagine the hurt he's feeling. I am on fire for a uh, best TOPT moments of all of brokers' call uh, theories. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we miss Broker. Hopefully we can yeah. get in touch with him again soon. Um, I did text him on behalf of the, the TOPT family to wish him the best uh, regarding his situation. Um, I don't want to force him or have him any pressure to have to come back and call if he's not feeling up to it right now. Yeah. So, yeah, right. Broker, if you hear this, you know, we miss you, but take yeah. all the time you need, bro. Yeah. All the yeah. time you need. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't liked the video, uh, please like the video. But for now, we're going to close up the calls. Uh, I just want to give the floor to the main man, Matt, you know. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you for coming through, brother. I appreciate you uh, for jumping by. I appreciate you as a guest. Uh, you know, uh, let everybody know, you know. I, I know you had a theory, actually. Yeah, Did with you the want chest. to say that? Oh, yes, the chest theory. So basically, I, I want to say, like, what was in the chest? So obviously, we know one of them, for some reason, there was actually one kid in there, Shanks. So we know that. The, Roger found him in his chest. The other one, two, we know is, um, what was it, Paw, mm -hmm. Dragon. So we got three down. Then we've got what I think is Whitebeard did not actually have his fruit. I think Quake was in one of the chests. That was and my then guess, I think too. The Nika fruit was in there, of course. Mm. And then the last chest, I think, was the Yami Yami Nomi. So th those were the six things, I think, were in the chests. I, have I don't know why on the Shanks Nico was in one. the chest, though. That's what I don't get. I have the pushback on the Nika one. I just don't think they would put it up that way if they uh... – know about it yeah, yeah. unless unless those chests are what they stole from the god valley i mean from uh beehive personally so if they stole the, the those from god valley and brought them here and mm -hmm. that's why something like the nika fruit would be on display but the girls mm -hmm. say wouldn't be out here like oh let's put the nika on display to be, <laughs> I, I don't see they that. were looking for it for they were looking years. for it forever and they are trying to eliminate it and everything right like i don't see them yeah hosting this game with it as a main focal point but i could be wrong they they have done some suspect and stupid stuff in the past but i like the other pieces of it the, the white beard one um the yummy yummy i'm i'm a little whatever iffy but mostly because they just never talked about the Yami Yami, but I guess it doesn't mean it, it couldn't be, right? So Yeah. Mm. But, well, I appreciate um, you guys for on short notice letting me on. That was, was really cool. It was really good. Yeah? Very good time. Fun time, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I hope you had fun, man. Yeah. You're our first virtual uh, you know, guest, so I hope you enjoyed it. Normally, we have you here, and then we'll take you out to dinner. If you're ever in the area, we'll definitely yeah. hook you up, bro. But... I thought this was great. I thought it was fun. I keep looking to my left and I see you. Yeah, I will let you guys know if I'm ever in the area because I, I, like I told you, I've only been there one time and it was like a very long time ago. Uh -huh. Okay. And it wasn't even, it was like Cooperstown. Cooperstown? I've, I've never even heard. In yeah. Jersey? No, no, New York. Yeah, oh, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was Cooperstown, New York. That was like near, kind of. Not even. I've never been to Jersey. Yeah. Wait. It, it's not like New York, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, it's like it's a yeah. lot like calmer and less dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry for all our New Yorkers, but New York is crazy dirty. New York bro. is a wild place, uh, yeah, especially yeah. as all big cities. Yeah, I thought I saw Ninja Turtles walking around at one point. <laughs> I really don't like that. Guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I hope you uh, had a fun time. I know we did. Is this like? I know that you always, uh, you have other people that you collab with. Uh, I know there's like a Discord that you have that you've linked yeah. up with like other content creators. Has this yeah. ever been like something that you guys done before or like wanted to do? 
where like it's like a podcast setting we've had discussions about it uh uh-huh. but we haven't gotten i would say like it's like in progress but it's beginning stages yeah you know like we have we all live completely different areas mm-hmm. so it would have to be virtual every time which i mean we have we could make it work i mean we just made this work yeah right? yeah we did uh i think it's definitely possible but we we just have to talk about it a little more and plan but yeah it would be we got inferno j in there shout out inferno j mm-hmm. romans d sensei doran's world i don't know if you guys have heard of any of these guys but yeah <laughs> doran, yeah yeah doran has said some nice things about us uh when he was first getting uh blowing up because you know he blew up crazy yeah yeah he's big time yeah man listen if you ever need help let me know i'll i'll shoot you what you need and how you you need to do things but listen more more podcasts in the community the better i think so especially with you guys you guys have such strong followings i think it would be good for the community oh yeah it'll be fun you yeah gotta show me how you do those challenges bro i'm trying like <laughs> you be having the little circle with i don't know how you doing none of that <laughs> It's a, it's a TikTok film. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing complex. But any last words, uh, Matt, for you know the audience, the people that follow you, any of that stuff, just go off, man. You have uh, two yeah, I appreciate everybody who is a subscriber of that or follower of that One Piece talk. Thank you for welcoming me. I never saw a single anything talking bad about me, so I appreciate that. You guys are all very welcoming. And I appreciate all my fans who came from my channel who popped out. Especially you, DD. I don't know what you're doing with those magnifying glasses. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's about it. I just want to thank you guys as well. Thank, uh, you. thank, thank you, you, man. Thank you. Yes, for everybody that doesn't follow uh, Fexer already, please go follow him on everything. I know the mods are currently placing his link tree into uh where all you can find all his links so you can find that in the live chat to our spotify and apple podcast listeners please search him up as well he's worth the follow sebastian's been a long time fan i recently just found out about him through sebastian (laughs) so um listen man i wish you the you know the most success the most love and luck and happiness bro thank you so much for linking up with us it's truly been an honor to do so appreciate you bro i wish the same for you Thanks, success, you, Thank happiness, you, and Mihawk. <laughs> Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Success, <laughs> happiness, and Mihawk. That's amazing, bro. That needs to be your like banner slogan. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, on our way out, please like the video. Uh, yo, Matt, we're going to say the ending, and then after Lionel goes, you just say, and Matt. It's after me, bro. Right, Lionel, right. I'm here. Lionel's here. Oh, yeah. After Sebastian, you <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. That was good. Anyway, guys, my name is Larry. Lawrence. Lionel. Sam. And Matt. <laughs> this is our One Piece talk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>